Howdy, partners, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I will be playing the Deadlands, the weird, wild west from Savage Worlds. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is called Things from the Dark, a tale of blood, gold, and greed on the rails. It was written by Jason Melnichok, and he is our, G- our game marshal. This is episode three. Our recap will be given by Matthew Sanderson, as his character, Roland Castain. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matt. Thanks, Tom. From the notebook of Roland Castain, November 4th, 1878. We've been conscripted as guards for the Beauvillian line at the railhead back east. We're fairly sure that something nasty is lurking in that ghost steel carriage. Yeah, damn right. Someone else had our idea to blow the bridge first so that we could uh, derail the ghost steel carriage. I should sue them for theft of intellectual property, stealing our idea before we can put it in place. Well, Max- Mexican banditos to the left of us, train guards to the right. There we were, stuck in the middle with zombies. Yeah, la zombies, lots of zombies. There was intelligent zombies as well. They had guns. That's not right. Nosratu, a Nosratu queen. And what the fuck was that squid thing on her head? Anyway, more lead goes into the air than on the average 4th of July in Texas, and we find that we have an ally with us, a Mr. Zach Mulligan from amongst the passengers on the on the train. Pretty helpful, and damn, damn handy with a pair of those guns. And it was one hell of a battle indeed, including some intervention from a good friend of mine, Dakota Slim, with his pink bullets. Yeah, don't give him any hassle for those pink bullets. He's a hex-slinging buddy of mine, and good old drinking partner too. Uh, Mental note, don't put that in the report, obviously, especially considering that we saw a wanted poster for him back at the railhead for vagrancy, armed robbery, horse theft, unnatural acts, drunken disorderly, and on and on and on and on and on. Well, the Reverend has a good idea of targeting this rider that's up on the top of this cliff, casting something. He hits. The clouds part, the Nosferatu Queen retreats, and the battle definitely turns our way. From there on, it's mopping up duty. It looks like the zombies on the train may have been those that have gone missing along the train line back east. Uh, Bay of a Million tactics are not underhanded, but very undead. Some interesting possessions left by the dead, though. Uh, a pair of goggles. They don't really fetch, fetch my outfit. It'd be a fashion crime if, they, if I tried to put those with this, this suit. Uh, but definitely go with Esther's, so I pass that on to her. Also, there's a safe inside. A watch that stops time. Looking back through its history, it has the potential to put a spanner in Lacroix's plans. But why send it to that Bible basher Grimm in Lost Angels? Question mark. Note to self, less of the holy, more of the shit when exclaiming surprise around the reverend. Options from here, we can either go to Roswell, New Mexico, brackets, Fort 51, question mark, or back along the train line to the last station we stopped at, a couple of days in either, either, either way, in either case. While we're thinking, a papi's dirigible passes overhead, a hawk flies down and promptly becomes a woman, as you do. Um, heard of the natives doing that. First time I've seen it. She points us to north in the direction of Papi's Pokken Palace. That place fights the law of gravity and seems to be winning. Seems that Papi, his real name's one that I've come across before. A Lucius Cornelius Osborne, a contact of my father's, who he described as a genius and idiot, exclamation mark, unquote. A prospector, possibly? Definitely crazy. 
Anyway, after a bit of reluctance from Sansom, understandably, we as a group tell the tale of our victory in the Gulch, dispatching the zombies in Nosferatu. The mood brightens, as does the sky, the shadows seem a little smaller and a little less dark. This reminds me why I became a journalist to help make a difference. And we are making a difference. One more job, though. We've got to clear out one of Pappy's gold mines. Undead underground. Oh, boy. Excellent. Thank you. So a little bit of bookkeeping to do before we start. Everyone in the group gets three bennies, except for Willard Samson, Samson every time, uh, because he gets two, because he had the bad luck uh, edge given to him, hindrance given to him last time. And uh, I have to see how he could take care of that. Now we're going to do the cards, and we'll start off with Miss Esther Pickett. I got the full deck back Ooh, in again. Um, straight in the middle. And you have Folk Hero. Play after you save a group of people from dire circumstances. The community adopts you and your party as local heroes, and you can always find uh, first aid and help there. Very well. So you can play that whenever you feel fit. Next to Roland. Hey, uh, I'll go with lucky old seven from the top. And you have epiphany, something you something you never understood before suddenly clicks. You gain 1d6 in any skill you choose for the remainder of the game session. Nice. Now, you don't, I don't think you have to play it now. You could play it when it becomes useful, but it's for this game session. So that's great. <clears throat> so I would assume it's like having a conviction on a skill. You roll an additional six on top of... It's, uh, if it's a skill I don't have, that's how I read it. You gain a d6 on any skill you choose for the remainder of the game session. Oh, it could be that maybe I improve, yeah. I improve a dice up to a, um, a skill up to a d6, or I gain a new skill at d6, but I have it for d6 for the session, but then after that it reverts back to what it was. Yep. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Well, I get three cards. Oh, shit. That's right. Where do you want to go from? Um, cut the deck. And then take the top three cards. One, two, and three. First one is peace. Play to improve the initial attitude of an individual or group one level on the reaction Excellent. The second one is ooh, enemy. Play on an enemy wild card in the first round of combat. You may not soak. Oh, you cannot soak wounds from his attack for the rest of the encounter, but you immediately draw three more adventure cards of uh, uh, keeping the one of your choice. That's when I use the card. Correct. So when you meet an enemy wild card, which is an, uh, a big bad, you can play the card. You can't soak any of the wounds he gives you, but you get three more cards and you pick one to use. Okay. And the last one is better you than me. Play when your hero has been uh, has been hit by an attack, and there is another character within uh, ten ten yards. 
The other character suffers the attack instead of you. This may be played on friend or foe. Oh, good. And so the if the yes. if could I could I turn it around and make it hit the big bad? I would assume it would Almost. have to be someone other than the person attacking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Reverend? I'll take the last card in the deck. Nice. Payback. Play on an opposing wild card. Your damage causes attacks. Your damage causing attacks are made at plus two against him for the duration of the scene. And attack roll, not damage. So you get a plus two to hit the wild card of your choice for that combat. Very well. And last but not least, Mr. Zach Mulligan. Second from the right. Second, top or bottom? Oh, well, second from, yeah, you, I got second you. Second from your right. The spirits told me your character may use, uh, oh, good. The character may use his or her arcane skill in place of any smart space skills for the rest of the scene. So, if you need to make a smarts roll for anything, you could substitute your spell casting roll. Got it. Nice. Alrighty. Now, all of you, except one, and you know who you are, had the best night's sleep you've had in months. Restful, peaceful, the bed was great. Everything. Beautiful dreams, except for that one person who had a sweaty, awful, horrible, nightmarish night. Now you're all going to breakfast, but uh, Mr. Roland, when you wake up, you hear your daughter calling to you. Your uh, Manitou, very, and she sounds weak and faint like you've never heard her before. And Papa, Papa, please, we must leave. I don't like it here. Can we go? We must go. I can't. I'm fading, Papa. We're not going to be staying here forever. I, I, I don't job like this place. It's not special. It's not. It's we, we got it, and it just kind of fades out. I'll, I'll try and restrain myself from grinning all the way down to breakfast. Now you guys get down. You're at breakfast. You're eating. Pappy's there. You guys got grits and eggs and bacon and biscuits and. Pappy's sitting there and he's, you know, discussing, you guys have been discussing and bantering back and forth about the, the going to the mine. And he basically says, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give, I'll give you guys a thousand dollars total and an ounce of gold each. It went when and if you clear it out. Uh, I said, that's, that's incredibly generous. You have to keep the location secret to any and all people and clear it out and secure the gates again. Look, location of what? Of the mine? I like how you think. And he starts banging on the table again. He's like, I'm so hungry I could eat the north end of a southbound pole train. Let's go. Give me my food, woman. 
and he proceeds to eat his fourth plate this high with flapjacks and eggs and you're a man of uh, considerable appetite, Pepe. Uh, now, you got a, a reasonable good map of the inside of this mine as you last seen it? It's all up here, but I... Woman, bring me a, a paper. And he starts sketching down. Uh, rough sketch. It looks like a fairly simple complex, not too many deviations. Splits off to three, comes to another big chamber, splits off to three, and has two big chambers again. Wooden, uh, wooden support beams throughout. He's very um, hands-on, as you can see with everything he's been doing so far. He goes, the location you need to memorize. Don't, you know, and he tells you where it is on the map. Basically, you're going to be uh, traveling... He can supply you guys with horses. If uh, Roland needed, uh, well, Esther had fixed the wagon, Roland's wagon, and uh, so it was up. He said he could supply you all with horses. You could put, you know, if you needed a mule in addition, if that's what you wanted, to go with your wagon and your horse, you could do it. And it's about, uh, it's to the north. It's to the northwest, and it's about a seven-day trip by horse. To the best of his knowledge, there's no towns or anything. There's a little farming. Uh, I don't want to call it a village, but very small. Yeah, a little small town. He, he says it has a general store, a couple homesteads. Really, not you. If you're a mile or two off either way, you could even literally pass it. But there's a there's a small trail. If you follow it, you'll pass through the town. Once you get to the town, if you go two more days due no, uh, northwest, you'll you'll hit the mines. Do you know where this infestation came from? Uh, well, like we were discussing, you're talking about the zombies. Yeah. Yeah, by over a million. Okay. All right, so this, this isn't a new group that might have crawled out of the ground or something like that. That might make it a bit harder to clear. Just want to have a clear idea of what we're getting into. Well, we believe that they, they're being shipped in on the trains to clear out, to get workforce, basically, to continue the tracks out to Los Angeles. Okay. Now there, he, you could purchase here any weapon, um, any ammunition you need. If you need a, you know, knife, axe, rope, whatever, he'll supply stuff. But if you need personal ammunition to top off your stuff, it's all for purchase at fair, reasonable store cost. Because I know you guys lost a lot of stuff in the train wreck. You could just go and uh, we don't need to play it out. Just. Go ahead and top off what you think you guys would need for this journey. Okay, a little more ammo, maybe pick up an axe just in case. Well, and I'm, I'm wondering if we can assume that we're going to encounter things very similar to what we encountered on the train, in which case, are there any particular kinds of weapons? Like, do we need silver weapons or something that's going to kill Nosferatu and zombies? From the last combat, you guys see that zombies go down by shots in the head. 
Nosferatu, anything. It doesn't have to be a wooden stake, but a bullet to the heart kills them. So, all right. Yeah, regular lead seemed to do us good enough at the train. All right. Are there any other creatures that we know of that may exist underground? Underground, no, but you know the prairie ticks. You've heard of them? Oh, yes. Yeah. They're ticks big. about a big, and they jump and fly around, and the first thing they do is go for your mouth, suck down to your belly, and take you over. Mm. Oh. I haven't seen any of them around here for uh, you know, a couple of years. A couple of years. Uh, might be bandits. Uh, you know, you guys can take care of yourselves. Oh, what's the name of the town that it's two more days ride past? The Passage. You so cut out there. What was it called? Why. Oh, The Passage. The Passage. Must have a hard time getting mail service there. Maybe they all have diarrhea. <laughs> uh, and there's no signage at the mine itself? Because it's a secret location. Exactly. Uh, he draws you ba a basic sketch of how to get from that town to where the mine is. Yeah, because in seven days, we could be off by 30 miles. Oh, uh, yep. So you can <sighs> feel with his directions, you have a good... Uh, clarification of it he goes how long do you think it'll take you a couple days or hour i'm gonna take my blimp and meet you guys there in 10 days seven days about eight days nine days you tell me i uh, figure if it takes us more in a day we're probably not coming out with light in our eyes come in 10 days we get there in seven days, we'll prepare, we'll go in, then we'll come out. If we're not there in 10 days, yeah, we've probably failed. You don't, 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 just, don't just pop in and pop out. Stay there at least a day. <laughs> oh, important to know, how many entrances are there? Just a one. Good to know. Thank you. Really hope that doesn't cave in. Can you give us some background on the mine? Who who built the mine? What's it a mine for? Gold, gold and silver veins run through it. I've been digging, not me, my men have been digging there for about 10 years, but we cover it up and lay low with everything going on over at the fort lately. We we left it about a month ago. Uh, Two months ago, when I checked on it about a week ago, you could smell them for a couple miles. That's how bad it was. Just follow your nose. Um, but yeah, there there was picks and shovels and all the you know supplies inside. A couple crates of dynamite. Well, we don't want to blow it up. Obviously, you want the mine. No. Of course, if worse comes to worse, you can always dig it out again. Gold's not going nowhere. But. 
Try not to blow up my mind, please. All right. Uh, is it uh, one level or does it go down a bit? And is there a rail for moving ore and rock out? No, no rail for moving rock and ore out. It's one level, but it, it, go, it goes down on about a 40, 45 degree grade the deeper you go because we follow the, the veins. And no rail. Gonna haul that all out on your back? No, we have the uh, mechanical mules. Oh, okay. They kind of hu hover. Yeah. Uh, okay. Esther would know exactly what it is. It looks like, uh, you know those bulls that, you ride, that they ride in the, yeah. the bars? Like, the, it's just a mechanical bull? It looks like that, and it kind of hovers about four, three, four miles an hour. All right. Well, the sooner we go, the sooner we uh, should we pack up some lunch, some food for us, and get everything yeah, together. Yeah. Let's try. I'm not getting a hard tack and whatnot. They pack you two days worth of fresh food, sandwiches, and meats and stuff. There's a barrel of uh, water put onto the uh, Roland's um, wagon, and whatever other basic items you can think of they'll they'll put on there got a couple Probably. bottles of uh your whiskey there to tide us over for the journey absolutely he hands you two very nice bottles of whiskey and he says if anybody else wants any you know they'll grab them from the storehouse for you is it branded pappy's whiskey or yep pappy's uh the moonshine one ah yeah Happy shine. Pulling thread and snuck various body parts off. <laughs> oh, uh, if you want a couple cans of those, remember they remove um, the the uh, right. They take fatigue off because they stay mm -hmm. cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a brace of them. We're going to be hiking in the sun. We don't need our genitals. <laughs> I'm rather attached so, to them. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, he gives you what looks like a metal metal box about two foot by one and a half foot. And it has, he takes it, he puts a bunch of the uh, Pappy's uh, moon mist into it, and he hits this button and the thing starts shaking and a poof of green smoke comes out and he goes, as long as you don't open it, it'll stay cold for 48 hours. Then it'll stay chilly for another 72. I want the case back. It's a prototype. <laughs> and he, it's pretty heavy for him. He's like, <laughs> hands it to you guys. Thank you, Pappy. Anything else before you head out? Thoughts and prayers. Well, Jimmy Chris. Jimmy Christmas, head out like a herd of turtles, and I'll see you in 10 days. And he goes to work on some obscure device. All right, so got the wagon. You have chestnut. Everybody else has a lender horse from uh, Pappy. And uh, you guys start heading out. So you're heading to the northwest. Couple days go by, completely uneventful. You sleep, you rest, you make camp, travel, anything anybody wants to do.
Nothing I can think of other than getting there. All right. So you guys have been traveling for a few days. Seven days, too. So it's about going the morning of the fourth day. You should be hitting the town sometime by, you know, it's like you get up at sunrise. So you think by like maybe an hour or two. And uh, sorry, I'm just sending a message. All right. Um, and you guys are traveling. Yeah. I just wanted to get a response from the. the I sense it. Are there people in this town? Uh, he would have told you it was a small farming village, maybe a few families. You know, and a couple out. Yeah. Eat and drink. Homestead. Uh, he, you could probably get a food, but it's not a saloon or anything. Okay. Um, you guys are ride, riding up and uh, off in the distance to your, what would be your right of the trail you're following. You see, uh, make notice rolls. Let me know who makes uh, the highest. Notice, notice. Thank you. Give me a second. Eleven. Six. Five. Six only. So thirteen. Thirteen. I right. so for the group besides Willard and Esther, you see what you would assume to be chimney smoke coming up, but the two of you know that it's way too much smoke to be a uh, just a chimney. And it looks like it's maybe a 10-minute ride. That's... Uh, something on fire? That must be something on fire there. Black smoke, white smoke? Uh, the black. Looks like rather acrid smoke. We should go see if somebody needs help. Yep. Pick up the pace bit. All right, you guys start riding up, and when you get within visual range, you see a picture like a little house in a prairie house. You know that that sure. their main house that they yeah, like that, but there's a small fire burning inside and um it looks desolate. There's yeah. no like lake or, or river nearby, so it's not much we can do. Make sure that everybody's out. It, it's like it's burning. The house is burning. There is yeah. definitely a fire. It's not a raging okay. fire, but yeah. Maybe, yeah. We should see if we can find a weld, but uh, there's something unnatural and uh, in, in and about some kind of vermin. So be mindful. Would you see something? Uh, I smell rats. Well, let's get up there and make sure that there's nobody still in the house. Yeah. We don't see any people around. You don't see any people. You have the house. There's a small fenced-in corral. You don't see at the moment any horses or anything. There is like a little pump well right in front. 
right. and the door is open and hanging off its hinges. All right. Oh, wow. So take a bucket and an axe. Uh, and I'm getting as close as I can to the door and yelling, is anybody in there? You don't hear anything. Reverend, you start pumping the water well? Yeah. I As soon as you start pumping it, water starts coming out into the bucket, and all of a sudden, big rats start coming out of the pipe, and like a yeah. bucket full of them. And Man. they're squeaking and running around. Yeah, kick the bucket and start shooting vermin. All right, you're you, you can just pick them off. It's no, uh, you know, I'm not going to ask you to roll for that. Um, who's at the door? I'm at the door. Is the fire at this point so bad that I couldn't run in and check? Oh no, you could go in. That's what I'm saying. Something maybe in a back window is is right. is yeah. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my gun. And I'm going to run in and check just to make sure that there's nobody overcome with smoke laying on the floor. All right. Uh, ru you run in the door, gun drawing. Make a spirit check for me. Spirit? Ooh. Yes. Spirit, spirit. Oh, that's very good. Uh, ooh, it uh, got a four. That explodes. Um, and a two, so six. All right, you run in, you're fine, but the sight takes you back, and you see splayed out on the bed what looks to be maybe a young girl, 10 years old, and her insides are on her outsides. Her stomach's bursted open, and you see rats eating at her intestine. Good God almighty. Um, I'm going to check anywhere else, and then run out of the house before it completely burns down. As you, and it's only basically two rooms and like a little ladder that goes up to a loft, and now you can see the smoke from the loft coming maybe from a bed on the top. I don't know if you climb up the ladder, but when you look in the other two rooms, the scene is just as gruesome. You see what would, you would assume to be a father and mother in two separate parts of the house with detached body parts, Faces gnawed off, parts of the skull showing. Does and it look like they've been dead a long time or just recently dead? Very recently. Not maybe the night before or this night that just, you know, last night. All right. I will run back to the entrance and run out. I Jesus, Lord, you look like you've seen a ghost. What's wrong? Yeah, there's, there's no point in putting out the fire. Let it burn. Um, What's wrong? What, what's wrong? The whole family's in there, but they've all been uh, gutted like like pigs. Right. Their insides are all splayed out on the bed around them. It looks like a mother, father, a couple of kids, little girl. They're all dead, and there's rats everywhere. When you say everywhere. when you say insides are outside, does that sound reminiscent of what Pappy was telling us about the ticks? get inside from the stomach and then burst out? No, this looked almost more like they'd been purposefully cut open by someone. Some sort of dark evil magic or witchcraft or Nosferatu or who knows what they do. Or Reverend, you someone. seem to sense it. Uh, what is I'm this? sensitive to vermin. Uh, well, 
Brother Willard, you said that uh, it looked like they'd been attacked by something in addition to rats, like they was cut up first and then the rats come. Did it look like a knife cut open, not torn open by an animal? Could be knife. It could be very large claws. Could be maybe a big grizzly, maybe. But if it was a grizzly, they wouldn't all be the same. They'd be beaten up and thrown around. But were they all laying on their beds, all of them cut up? Yes. Yeah, that was too too regular. They all looked the same. Like they'd been cut up by a big knife or something. Some evil thing come and killed them and it called to the vermin to finish them off. Now as, they- Willard, as, as Willard went in, uh, you know, I kind of just poked my head in. Was there anything of value, anything worth salvaging out of that before we head on? If you want to take a look around... Uh, make me a, let's see, roll me, make me a notice check. Notice, you got mm-hmm. it. That's uh, CT8 for me, plus a regular oh. six. Ooh, there's an explosion on a six, and a two, eight. So you, the first thing that you notice is they should have, they're all missing their arms from the elbow down. They're not there. You think they would be next to the bot. They're just completely missing on all of the corpses. And if you snoop around a little, maybe open in some drawers, you find a couple of coins and about a couple of dollars. You find some whiskey, you find what not you. It's like they were literally getting ready for bed and this happened. Got it. That's okay. rather disarming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a Benny for that time. <laughs> don't encourage that yeah I don't know what you're rewarding <laughs> now then uh, Sister Pickett uh, I'm afraid I'm assuming that Mr. Mulligan has told us this sounds like there's some kind of unwholesome science going on or some magic I ain't never heard of something that would call for a bunch of human hands I mean a robber would have just shot them that is strange. That is very strange. You're a, you're a medical man yourself, aren't you, Reverend? A little bit anyway? Oh, uh, the, the uh, studies I got ain't book learned. Mm. Looks like mm. some sort of maniac. Well, I think we just need to keep our eyes out. No grim pun intended. What's with some... all the rats, though? The rats? Hang around certain crazy people. Did we yeah. see any rats on the on the train with the zombies and the? Not at all. Hmm. Roland, you seem to be familiar, kind of, with the unnatural. Is this ringing any bells with you? I no. will look to the marshal and see whether this is. Um, making a cult roll. Do you go in and investigate the bodies or? I'm tempted at seeing if, well, it depends whether a body counts as an inanimate object or not for the purposes of object reading. They have clothes on. Ah, well, yeah. That's a good point. The bed. I'm going to go look with you. Just the mentioning of like the missing limbs and everything. I'm going to go have a look. Now, Miss Pickett, be careful. It's pretty gruesome. Of course. Um, Especially the little girl. When you guys go in, make me a... Uh, sorry. 
a spirit check, but with a plus two, add two to your dice roll, because you know what you're expecting. Seven. Uh, and, and, and we should mind the smoke, too. Yeah. Thirteen. All right, you guys are fine. It was just disheartening. Of course. Uh, if you guys have a cult, you can make an occult roll. Yeah, I fluff that. Okay. I don't suppose weird science would apply here, would it? If I'm trying to determine, like... Uh, make a... Yeah, well, make a roll. Let me... Okay. Let me see what you got. I just got a five in my occult. Going really well tonight. Seven. A seven? I don't know what second. Make sure. Okay. Make sure I send it to the right person. Okay, Esther. Looking at the bodies, it's intelligent. It's an intelligent act, not an act of an animal. And they're razor sharp, but it doesn't look precise as a scalpel or one of your mm. machines Machi- yeah instruments or anything like that right so okay. it's something not something new precise. was doing There's this wasn't the act of a wild animal but this wasn't the act of a man with tools either i don't i don't know what this is you all notice as we've been traveling the uh Cycle of the moon at night. Can't say that I have, honestly. Uh, well, she's she's real bright. Uh, you know. Full moon. Oh yeah, waxing into full and starting to wane. Uh, so. Uh, the reason that these uh, this pack of feral rats has come up to do the cleaning up is. I think there's a uh, a pack of were rats hereabouts. Were-rats. You heard of werewolves? Yeah, yeah. Damn creatures, cursed to transform themselves on the full of the moon. My goodness. Are they the size of a normal rat or the size of a man? No, it's a it's a gigantic beast. Mm. Wouldn't in transform form. Still, wouldn't something like that tear these people open? Well, it's it retains the some of the cunning of the human species in its altered form. Now, why it would want people's forms and hands, that I can't reckon. Roland, you hear in your head, Papa, thank you. I like this place much better. Can we stay here and play? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sleep in the fire. As much as that would make a great song title, uh, that's not what we're going to do. Um, uh, yeah, I can understand why you would like this place. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, make some sort of attempt to track the uh, pack. Um. All right. Do you have um, survival? I have survival. And I think that is the most appropriate related skill. Oh, both 
sixes. I saw your message also. And then a three and a one. So my best is nine. All right. So uh, you're fairly confident you could pick up the track. And uh, it looks like it's leading from behind the building through the underbrush. But it looks like it's heading right in the direction of the town. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we want to head these things off before we have a whole town full of gnawed up folks. Are we just going to let this town, this house burn? What if these are the town? I think well, they're all were rats. Mm. I don't think this family would have lasted so long near a town that was all were rats. I say let the place burn. This, yeah. this is gruesome beyond measure. I yeah. doubt there's anybody out here to bury these good folks, and their uh, remains are somewhat desecrated by the acts of their death. And the house isn't that close. It's not like it's in a town, so it's not going to spread to other houses. No, the grass ain't too dry. Let it be. Yeah, if there's any rats still in the walls, let them burn. Yeah. Came out of the pipe. That implies there's a nest of them underground. Yeah, again, it might be a, a temporary phenomenon related to the appearance of the occult critters. Gotcha. All right, uh, let's water the horses, and uh, I'll I'll go ahead and see if I can keep track of the spore of these things. Can I get a sense of how many there is? Um. Yes, I got that message. And, uh, you think uh, maybe at least three or four, possibly? Mm -hmm. yeah. But you don't see any major tracks. You just, you know there, you know. Uh, yeah. When you, who said warrior the horses? horses? I did. Okay, when you said that, uh, Chestnut comes uh, stomping over and starts nudging Willard with her head what is it girl and she looks over at the warder and looks at you you're thirsty and she goes over and knocks it over knocks the trough over with her head it's poisonous it, it had rats in it don't so. drink the water yeah and she then all of a sudden you see her look up and her eyes get big and she rears up I'm going to pull her back and take a look at what she's looking at. Looking Now you look around the side of the house at the stable, and there's three horses torn apart, and they're missing their, uh, their legs. Their, yeah, from what? Wow. Uh, equivalent look of look over here, folks. What the hell? What's with taking the legs? The limb. Yes, the limbs. What is that? Kind of weird. What kind of sick bastard would do something like this to a beautiful animal? Out of the people, too. They've got a thing for arms and legs. Yeah, it's just the, the limbs. I don't understand. Uh, maybe they've got a nest somewhere and they're storing up something for the winter. I don't know. Yeah, that would be the least thing to take. There's less meat on that than any other part of the body. Yeah. And if you were trying to create some 
monstrous thing, you'd need more than just the legs, the arms. I'm afraid we're only going to find out when we find the damn nest. Um, all right, so now what are you going to do? Sorry, I've got a couple messages going here. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to horse up and uh, lead on the trail as far as I can keep it to it. All right, so you guys spent about a good hour, hour and a half here by the time you investigated everything and went in and out, discussed. By the time, you know, everything passed, you guys are heading out, you're going down the road, and the closer to town you get, Reverend, that message pertains to I was saying earlier, it gets more and more and the closer you get. And it's about, I would say, six o'clock, and now it's November, so it's dark, getting dark, 6 p.m. And uh, it's a little chill in the air. I mean, obviously, you guys are out in the desert, but desert at night starts to get colder. And you see some smoke coming from the, the out in the distance. You haven't cleared the, you know, coming up to the, a rise, and then you see smoke coming from behind the rise. Like like little chimney streams or like no, just like all the village. Like, well, from one location. But uh, as our guess that the village is, is maybe a bonfire. It could be a bonfire. It could be it doesn't look like uh multiple burning smoke plumes. Okay. It seems to be yeah. one centered smoke plume. You guys well. keep riding up over the hill and you get to the crest of the hill and you look down at the town. And it's basically, I would call a main street. It's only one street, uh, maybe six or seven buildings. And in the middle of, you're about maybe 300 yards away. So the details aren't that great, but it looks like some sort of, some wooden structure built right in the middle of the town. And um, now you can smell like incense on the air and they're, Pretty foul smelling. Are we seeing human figures around this fire? No, you don't see any movement except for the flickering lights of like razors attached to some sort of hand built wooden. Make everybody make some notice rolls. Let's see who's got the keen eyes here. Maybe these folks is trying to ward off the were rats with this smell of nonsense. Nice. Eleven. Five. Eleven. Seven. Um, well, you critically failed? No, I bought oh. I got both uh, I, I I hit the top marks on both dice. Nice, nice. So Twenty-three. Holy shoot! Okay, perfect. So everybody's coming up, and you're seeing the buildings, like I said, and this thing. Tom uh, Willard's eagle eyes center in, and it's almost like playing a hideous scene. As you notice, a lot of the buildings are broken and torn and ripped, and and you have wooden boards with nails sticking out of them, and it 
in the center of town about 30 foot edifice of some grotesque looking semblance of a creature but it's not a creature it's made of wood and and 30 or 40 arms and horse legs and and from the elbow stuck onto these pikes making this hideous scene of of grasping hands and animal legs and chicken feet and everybody uh well make willard make a fear check or a spirit and then everybody else as they get closer you can roll because you're gonna come up and see the same thing so we'll just get the rolling done now spirit. um one one holy crap you critically failed and there's nothing we can do about this i'm sorry but i am stormborn so yeah but a critical fail is still a critical fail a fair table is a horrible thing yeah. and i left it's on the other side of the room my gm screen um i need to get the page for the fear table i've got the gm screen here if you need something yeah can it. you look at the fear table uh willard uh yeah. That would be a minus four or a plus four to the roll, I think, for a critical failure. Uh, the fear level has a penalty to it, but it, is, it doesn't have anything on here about having a crit fail as being a... So the fear level is a three plus... Let's add two for that, so add a five. Roll a d20 plus five, please. Uh, the, the penalty is a minus for the fear level, which is weird. Yeah, because I... I it equate. I know it's a minus, but it equates to a plus for the chart. I believe. Yeah, because I was thinking that the the really horrible results are off the top of the right. chart. Right, <laughs> and I think they correct that in the book somewhere. I remember reading it. But gotcha. Roll it. Roll a d twenty. I did nine. Nine plus five. No, that was with the plus five. Oh, with the plus. Wow, you got lucky. What's that say, Roland? Vulnerable target is vulnerable until the end of his next turn. All right. We're not and the, sto and the, the stormborn doesn't modify that in any way. Uh, well, because I'm immune to fear, or at least partly immune to fear. That's nice. Yeah. Um, can somebody look that up in the book for the in case when it comes up again for the roll? While I continue with this, please. Is that in the Deadlands book rather than the? In the Deadlands book. Deadlands book under the the edges, unique edges for the birthday edges. Stormborn. Because I believe a critical fail is still a critical fail, but I, whatever that says. But it luckily you just get shaken. You're like literally your hands start to shake when you see it. And everybody else, what did they? Everybody else passed. Uh, nine. Yep. Nine as well. And what did it say, Roland? Uh, I got five. Are, no, no, I mean for the stormborn. Did you find that? I'm looking. Oh, okay. Thank you. You guys continue up, and you now notice squeaking from all over the town. Oh, God. And now you start to see under the boardwalks and, and storm drains and any little place, you see beady little eyes looking out and squeaking and running, scampering back and forth. And as you get closer to this edifice, it, it's used from all the broken pieces of the town and glass stuck in and, and whatever they could find. 
to to build this thing and it's this hunched over grotesque figure with big horns and and they even put used clothing that's rud uh, rudimentally stitched together to make like a towel over this creature. Is Some it, is it last. Sorry, Esther. Is it moving? No, no, no. It's it's definitely okay. a statue or okay. a wooden makeshift gotcha. altar. It's an effigy to some exactly. blasphemous deity that these were rats are worshiping. And I'd like to find the nest before it's full dark, but everything smells a rat here. Rat and burnt flesh. How close to dark now? It's getting dark. It's that dusky. Yeah, maybe 15, 20 minutes of Yeah, light. we're not gonna we're not gonna okay. wanna be here. If we kinda like the picture behind me. The light. If we ride on and camp outside of town, uh we'll be easy prey for them in the night, I fear. Yeah, but that's Might if be we wanna what if we ran up and lit that thing on fire? Yeah, I'm thinking torch the town. Um Stormborn, um, your character was born in the middle of a great storm. Among his people, it said that he that fear has no power over him. When you spend a Benny to re-roll a fear check, you ignore all. I'm trying to read it. You ignore yep. all fear penalties, uh, both from the critter and the total fear level. So you wouldn't have had a minus five on that roll. Let's. Well, it's, so, only when they spend, it's only when they spend a Benny to re-roll. Oh, all right. Crit failure. He couldn't spend a Benny to re-roll it. Right, right. I, there we go. But regardless, we weren't in combat. So next okay. time you have to make a fear check and you fail, you could spend a Benny to re-roll. Okay. I, unless it's a critical failure. Critical failures are never. All right. Now, Roland. You hear your daughter's voice one more time in your head. Papa, Papa, look up. You look up and, you know, the moon's hanging low in the sky. It's winter, almost full moon. You distinctly see three broomsticks with three witches fly past. Oh, crap. And they just keep going, but... You know, you have a good inkling who they were, and um, I, I'll audibly say, like, "Oh crap!" and I'm pointing up. Please tell me that someone can see those bitches go past. And you Do guys we... briefly see what looks like witches riding broomsticks flying past the moon. What the they're hell? they're way out there. What the hell are they doing this far uh, far out of town? Are they headed in the direction of the mine? Uh, no, no. I uh, We have enough trouble. I mean, we could ride in there really quick with, with torches and throw it on that pile of wood and body parts. There we Some fuel oil, too. There, there isn't a bank in this town by any chance, is there? No. There now, if you guys kind of assess what's there, it looks like a general store, uh -huh. a some sort of stable or uh, livery, uh, a post office, 
small, tiny post office. Uh, there is, it does say telegraph on it. And there's two other buildings that don't have really have signs on them. They could be residents or they could be upstart businesses or saloon. No saloon. So question, would I know if the post office would have, uh, is it big enough to probably have uh, safety deposit boxes? It might possibly. You just take a little poke in. Probably they're all, probably all filled with rats. Yeah, rats don't have, well, okay. Um, so okay. I'm going to, uh, I don't know, pull up a couple of tumbleweeds. And uh, I don't know. How do we light things? How do we light ours? Do you have lighters? Yeah. We got matches. Matches or yeah, lighters. Matches. And we've got several, at least I've got a couple bottles of uh, of like heavy whiskey. We got lantern oil. We've probably got some kerosene. Probably yeah. don't need much because that thing's probably all dry wood. Yeah. yeah. Get a little bit to help it along and. And as long as we keep moving, uh, you know, we're we not need to get... we need to leave the wagon and the horses back here somewhere where we can tie them up and they don't spook. Well, yeah. no, and I'm going to ride the horses up. because I don't want to get swamped or swarmed by rats. If we're riding, they can't get us. We're running faster than the rats can run. Yeah, if it's pretty dark, this is their time. They're going to swarm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good enough with the rat rats. I'm not sure the were rats won't find the horse at inviting target. Now, remember, the whole time you guys are here discussing, you just hear squeaking from all parts of the town. Sent you a message, Jason. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. Just letting you know. Oh, okay. You got it. Walk. Okay. You're. Yeah. Uh, you guys are discussing, and a moment or two later, you look over, and Esther is about halfway to the idol on foot. On foot. foot. Jesus. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow her halfway behind on, her. Chess, of course. Give me, give me one of those bottles of whiskey. Does whiskey Here. burn? Oh hell yeah, this stuff does. Here, Pappy, Pappy's whiskey burns. All right. Oh yeah. All right. There you go. Zach, why don't you follow me on your horse? I'll throw the thing onto the onto the thing, and uh, you throw some fire on it. Yeah, you got it. Esther, anything you were doing? I wanted prior? to look at it. I, I'm just. Yeah. I want to know what what it is. Like I have to know what it is. Very good. Um, Ada Benny, for putting yourself in danger willingly to to follow your uh, inner. Um, as you get closer, you see the thing, there's rats all over it. And it's a very crude rendition of what you could only assume to be a horned rat god or rat deity or. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm moving the limbs. I'm like looking like, oh, how did touching. they attach it? Yes. Yeah, so like, how close? did they? How did they construct this? So how are they attaching all of these things together? May, as soon as you touch it, make me an agility roll. <laughs> Esther. This is the statue that touches back. <laughs> <laughs> you know how she got that far without his nose. 
but we were talking a lot. <laughs> I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> easy come, easy Five. go. Five? All right. Rats just jump all over you, and you're able to start swimming, but they're on your shoulders, sitting on like I mean, like 20, 30 rats leap off at you. They're not biting you, but they're just it, it's yeah, idiots, you know. <laughs> uh, you guys see a swarm of rats, if, if, I don't want to say envelop, but well, so I'm riding up, and as mm-hmm. I ride up, I'm gonna put my hand down and try to grab a hold of her and swing her up onto my horse. Uh, make a riding check. Riding. Brother Samson grabs a rat and stuffs it in the back of his horse. (laughs) (coughs) Oh. Eleven. I I assume you're not resisting, Esther? No, I'm like, ah! (laughs) Alright, so you feel a strong hand kind of pick you up by the scruff of your apron and throw you over the back of the horse and most of the rats jump what you're gonna and then with the other hand i throw the bottle and smash it on the face of the yeah you hit it and then i keep riding riding around yeah and then i come up i've got a a dry hanky i've just got it all lit up what it's tightly wadded with some wax and i just throw it right into the middle i wrote i get real close i'm you know i'm just like almost yeah. dropping it on it's, top it's a non-moving target you guys are you know skilled adventurers you hit it and tom's uh willards hits it and spreads it and then your lit one hits it and the whole thing goes up you hear the god-awful screeching of what you could think only is hundreds and hundreds of rats igniting at once that makes me very happy. And uh, scientist. Do you guys uh, continue just riding out? Or are you doing anything? Well, just how the other guys are probably it? still back there. So we're turning right. around and riding back. But Just how close am I to those safety deposit boxes? Um, 50 yards away. Uh, 30, damn. If you're here to rob the place, we ain't going to rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is more to life than money. Uh, Really? (laughs) All right. Well, all right. Well, it is getting pretty dark, so now I'm not going to be that stupid. All right. Follow you guys up. Well, the moon's coming up, you said. So we've got, I just didn't, if these were rats and they're associated with the moon, I don't want to see what that thing turns into when the moon hits. Now the, the flesh of the arms are catching and, popping and somewhere out in the wilderness you hear a scream an inhuman screech that just echoes through the 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 surrounding area well that doesn't sound particularly inviting fucking correct if I can direct a thought to my uh, friend, mm-hmm. it's just don't say a word, okay? Okay, Papa. <laughs> so uh, the, the inhuman cry, is it uh, a chorus of raging critters? Well, after you hear that intense one, maybe two or three seconds later, 
you hear another one and another one and another one. Mm. And it's kind of from and they're very they're located around. See, yeah. let's make a stand. Get our yeah. Yeah, I think we're uh, I don't think we're walking away from this and quiet. Uh, if, if these are if these are what, what do you think these are? Do you think these are more are these rats or rats? These are these are damned souls who's got rats in them. The moon calls too. As long Curse. as they're big, but if they're little rats, we're not going to be shooting them in the dark. Little tiny things running fast. We're just going to lose all of our ammo. They're going to be man-sized rats. Okay, yeah, we can deal with that. They might come in a cloud of their brethren. All right. We got more alcohol. Set them all on fire. Yeah, we need to get take care of the Spartans and the. Actually, a ring of fire might not be a bad thing because. Don't vermin stay away from flame? So if we put if we build a ring around us, set that on fire and keep it going, then we can just stay in the middle of the ring and just shoot to our heart's content. Your horse's ears, all of them start twitching. All besides Willard's are starting to feel uneasy and nay, and and you feel they're very nervous. Oh yeah, and horses spook with fire. Yeah. So leave them outside it and they're going to get swarmed yeah. we almost we almost need to be running the horses away one person can yeah yeah this is not good should the we just window, run around the town to go the other direction the window of the general store smashes and a head comes popping out rolling oh yeah it's it's they're threatening us that's they're trying to freak us out they're there might be working. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of glad at this moment that I didn't go after those safety deposit boxes. They're not. Mm. <laughs> Don't worry. After they're all dead, we'll go visit them. Well, what do we do? Do we just do we take a stand here? Do we ride through? Do we ride around the town and then keep going in the same direction? Brother Samson, you think your smart horse can uh, help the other horses relax? I was just going to say, uh, Zach, make a riding roll, please. Chestnut, can you calm down the other horses? You speak their language. She starts neighing and stuff, trying some sort of horse speak. Uh, Zach, what'd you got? Oh, which one? I'm sorry. I, I, I need you to make a riding roll with a negative two to whatever you roll. Oh, geez. So oh, that's just not very pleasant. A negative two. Okay. So that's uh okay. That's a three. Okay. So I'm going to need to do a. You want to spend a Benny? Spend a Benny. Yeah. But a Benny just makes me re-roll the D6, right? Uh, you re-roll both dice. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Spin the mini. There it goes. There we go. Okay. A little bit better. Oh, no, wait. No, but it's minus two, though, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. Damn. You could spend another penny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the uh, conviction dice adds a d6, right? Correct. All right. Yeah. I have to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to be left behind and killed. So, 
Oh, you sure you want to spend that? You want how many? Uh, how many? I have two conviction and two bennies left. Get so, bennies every time we play. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's just that I, I'm rolling D six on my ride. <laughs> well, so even if I roll a six, I have to roll a six to get a pass. You yeah. always get the best dice roll. So if you roll three sets of dice with the Benny, you still keep your best set of rolls. Got it. Okay. I will Unless do it. Unless you get snake eyes. Right, right. One more Benny. Here we go. Five. Yeah. Pair right. of fives. Otherwise, a pair of fives would be great. <laughs> You're, do you, are you spending the conviction or not? I'm not telling you what to do either way, but uh, <sighs> basically a swarm of rats is yeah, coming I, I, out from I, underneath. If, the, if, if, if he needs a five to pass and he's got a negative two and he's rolling a six-sided dice, there's no way for him to pass. Remember the six Oh, okay. Or the four can ace twice. All right. Okay. So... Well, well, uh, I have to, I have to spend a conviction. There's no, otherwise I get swarmed. It ain't looking pretty. Ha! Ah, now I get a six. Does conviction explode? Yes, it does. Ah, yes. Okay, three, six, nine, plus the five down to three, nine, three, twelve. So this massive horde of rats runs out from under one of the, the buildings right at your horse. And your horse, you keep it wants to throw you, and you force the thing to, to calm down and start stepping on them, and it starts stomping on the on the rats, and they scurry back out. Jeez! And now the other horse, you know, chestnuts trying her best, but they're spooked. Your horses are spooked. What do you get the hell? Out? Oh, go ahead. Let's, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, we shouldn't be staying here. Too and the whole thing is kind of going up in flames at this point, right? We don't want to be uh -huh. here at night anyway. Reverend, if you feel strongly about cleansing this place, maybe we come back during the day. Uh, uh, with the wagon being pulled, are we going to be able to outrun unholy rat creatures? Or are we going to get attacked from the rear? We can't outrun them sitting here. No, um, we can take a stand with our backs to each other. I I think that they might just roll over us like a mountain of rats. Um, yeah, we can shoot like 220, 30 of with, them, but there's go, hundreds of them. Go ahead with the car. Well, they can't, not all going to jump on it. They can't jump we on us while we're driving. We do have that ghost rock dynamite that we built. Still going to only blow up a few. That's true. Just if you keep going as fast as you can, one of us, I'll, fo I'll follow behind you. And if anything jumps onto that cart that's man-sized, I'll shoot it. Yeah. I, you feel your horses spooking. Um, they're kind of, the way they feel, it's like may, do or die at this point. Yeah, the marshal's going to run out of time and, and kill us all if we don't keep moving, start moving. All right, let's ride. It could be digging up underneath us, too. All right. You guys kick your horses and start running. Um, yeah. 
towards the mine, I'm assuming. And yeah, we're going okay. leaving the town on the other side. You guys Still two kick days it, here. start running through the town. You hear the squeaking. A couple more windows smash out, and you guys keep running. Over the wind and the breeze, you hear this evil voice, and it goes, you can run, but one of you will be joining us soon. We know that for a fact. Yeah. And you guys skedaddle out of town. Do you, how long do you ride or what? Like, well, we're going to have to ride until we feel our horses are going to have to take breaks. So, ride until I can't smell a rat. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take two, uh, two days to get to the, the mines. So, yeah, we should find some clear high ground uh, and keep a watch day. overnight. So, yeah, maybe an hour or so yeah rocky ground would be good instead of grassy ground because right. grassy yeah. ground is rat ground but you're still out in the texas uh kind of looks sort of like your back picture is not as right mountainous where you're at but yeah <clears throat> you guys ride for a good two hours the horses don't seem to be as skitterish when you uh slow down you make camp Take watches, uneventful the rest of the night. You guys are spooked. The horses are spooked, but it nothing happens. They're all looking up. You didn't see, you happen not to see any other uh no one from Wichita. Uh, Wichita witch sightings. <laughs> guys wake up, make some coffee, eat some whatever you need down to the dry food at this point and uh discuss your morning um I keep a uh, message or uh oh um did you yeah no 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 oh. I, I uh i almost guaranteed had a horrible night of uh of sleeping with night terrors oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. horrible like uh <laughs> i sleep through it all i'm a heavy sleeper Reverend, can you make me a spirit roll with a negative two? She'll do so. Ten. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to spend a Benny to improve that five, which is a three. Oh, my bonus dies a six, so I'm halfway there. All right. So I've got a 10 as an eight. All right. You wake up once or twice in the middle of the night, clammy hands, um, clenched stomach, sweat. And then, of course, a couple more times when Zach screams. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, sorry, Reverend. Just... Right. Not every day you see a town eaten up alive by vermins. That must have been it. So... Managed to deal with a fatal blow, I hope. I'm sorry? I, I was just talking to them. Managed yeah. to manage to do some damage to those 
things. If there's up to some kind of ritual, we might actually sit him back a step. Yeah. It's these, uh, these rats that you've been mentioning, all these like were rats or whatever, whatever they, they want to call them. There's no association with witches or witchcraft, is there? I mean, there's a basic association with all lycanthropy and witchcraft, but you don't associate Wichita witches with lycanthropy at all, at least that you know of. But you, something inside tells you that that was to maybe there, maybe you, you have that uh, cursed or what is it? The, um, so, you know, she kind of seems to show up at certain times. I was, I was mainly asking the uh, the reverend to see if oh, he... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the condition, I believe, is the result of a curse. And it isn't only witches who can make curses, but these could oh, be yeah. part of a group or, you know, this could have... I don't know what uh, turned them... I was going to say, I'm, rather, I'm somewhat familiar with curses, somewhat intimately so. Really? Yeah. They have to talk at some point. Okay, that didn't sound ominous at all. Ready? So you guys do anything before breaking camp and heading out? You know, I'm going to check around to make sure if there's no sign or spore of them critters having followed us, but I assume there ain't. You don't uh, sense anything. Yeah, so I reckon we want to take an easy ride today and tomorrow so we can begin our assault during the day on the mine. Not that much light will get in there. But we'll have uh, we'll be at less disadvantage during the full daylight. Yeah. Anything in particular? Extra coffee for the bad night's sleep. <laughs> maybe maybe everyone have a, one of these uh, one of these drinks from Pappy's. Shake off mm. that fatigue. Player note. Um, do you want to use it if you actually have a fatigue? Nobody gained one sure. yet, yeah. but it could come in handy, very handy at some point tonight. So just a little recommendation. All right. So you guys pack up, you head out, unless you're doing anything special. You have two days of, I shouldn't say two days of uneventful, but next night you, you guys make camp, you take your watches, and you hear some howls in the distance, but they don't sound close. I mean, it could echo for miles out here, especially if they're loud. So. But it is a rat howl? You believe, you know it is. The rest believe it to be. But it's not like it's right next door. It could be. Carried on the wind. Carried on the wind or you just, it was unsettling. Yeah. But we're a couple days after the full moon now? Uh, now, it was two days before when you were in the town. It's two days. Tonight is tonight would be the full moon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, joy. 
So just uh, went from a really high, really rocky tonight. While you guys are riding, I would like a notice check. I just want to know who has the highest. That's still a pass. Oh my god. Got three eights in a row. Plus three. Really? Yeah. Eight, 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 three. Alright. I'm going to start calling you Eagle Eye. So, Eagle (laughs) Eye riding, and you guys feel... <laughs> you're maybe an hour to the mine and you're riding and you bring your chestnut to a dead stop and you look down and something catches your eye you hop off the horse you go over and there's like a little piece little i mean i don't know how you could see this but it's a little silk thread by our uh three rocks piled very unnaturally almost like if they're placed there hold up everybody this mm-hmm. look this is rather strange is this some sort of booby trap it doesn't it looks like a marker of some sorts but if you want to investigate further yeah i'll investigate there but i'm not going to trip any any no it doesn't you don't feel this to be a trap it just looks very peculiar and it caught something in the the fabric caught your eye and you get closer to it you look at it and it's a thread of a silk like a silk thread and if you go to look at the rocks and move it uh you move the rocks a little and you notice you dig down a little and there's a little pouch and in that pouch there is chinese currency it's the round coins with the square center that they would put a string through sure. and wear them. And, uh, and it is in a silk embroidered pouch. And it looks like if you knew to look for that little tiny silk string sticking out and you kind of remember where you put it at some point, you could come back and find it. But probably only person that would have found it would be the one who buried it. Right. How much gold? It's sorry. not, I'm sorry. It's not gold coins, but it's a uh, Chinese currency. Do I have any idea how much there would be? Uh, it's 25, um, I want to say talents, but I could be wrong on the name of it. Um, and anybody else? Uh, Esther might know. You Esther, do you know anything about Chinese? I, I do speak Mandarin. So here, let me have a look. Um, what would I roll for that? Uh, it's you have a D4 in Mandarin, right? Uh, D6. D6, and you could read anyway. Uh, on it, it, it says joy and luck, luck mm-hmm. and joy embroidered in, in Mandarin. And the coins are from mainland China and mm-hmm. sometimes used in Shanfan. I like this little uh, this little silk purse too. I think I'll just finders keepers <laughs> stick it in my pocket. I but, imagine that uh, Pappy must have hired some Chinese folks to work in his mine, and they won't be coming back for it. They're, they're pretty common to see those kind of folk on the workforces for the for the train lines. You know, like dynamiting tunnels or digging mine shafts. 
So we're in the right part of the world for it. Well, it might, might mean also that we're getting close to the mine. We're not going to be too far off. Mm. Yep. So those were those uh, talons. Or I'm going to call them talons until I look up the exact word, but they are yeah. silver, by the way. I did silver. forget that. I just looked at my notes. Okay. All right. So you feel you're a, from looking at the map and everything, you feel you're about an hour away from the uh, with plenty of daylight left. It's a long way out to just have a uh, a little cache of coins. Well, you know, to be honest, it seemed kind of odd to me too, didn't it, to you, that the mine that Pappy's people work is seven days out? That seems strange to me. That's just where the where the metal deposit is. It's not like he deliberately put it here. Yeah, but I'd think that he'd have a place much closer to where I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know nothing about mining. If you remember, all that area, the hills and mountains where Pappy's place is, they are mining. This is his private claim. Right. The other land he owns and is renting claims to those miners. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it makes sense. He's mining those miners with uh, prostitutes and liquor and supplies. Yeah. All right. I mean, my, my family background's in mining, so that's my father runs a, a series of mines across Arizona. So yeah, I've kind of grown up with this stuff. So it's it's not like he's deliberately uh, said I'm going to put a mine here, but there is something about that guy that I don't know what it is, but he just has an unnatural ability to find deposits like this. I mean, my my father called him sort of a genius and an idiot. There's, there's something really weird about him. Yeah, I think there's a few things. Uh, it, it does uh, partly explain, however, why he didn't have better control over this particular mining camp. It's just far from his primary activities. And therefore, pray to these uh, undead critters. critters. Well, we make them dead again soon. He certainly is willing to pay us well. Yeah, thousand dollars each. Yeah, that's not plus an ounce of gold each. Yeah, I thought he said total. Thousand total ounces. So two hundred each. That's that's not a huge amount. And an ounce of gold each. Yeah. Still two hundred bucks each. That's. But the man has a business empire. He's he's making a fortune off that dick-blowing drink of his. Well, um, and I, I suppose we also handed him over a gigantic cache of ghost steel. Hmm. We did. For that. <laughs> but what were we going to do with it, Willard? It's not like we had the ability to no, bring it down. No, it's nothing we could do. I, I, I don't want the ghost steel. But uh, well, It was stuck in the middle of nowhere next to a wrecked train and a lot yeah. of corpses. Yeah, he'd have found it eventually, anyways. Yeah. If Baron Lacroix did want his rather expensive investment, he might come calling for it. I don't want to be the one he comes calling on. That's I've very fair. Enough, I've got enough problems with one particular rail baron. I don't want another one on my list. You just make a habit of making enemies where you go, Roland? Some people disagree with when the truth gets put in print. 
And uh, yes, that's right. You're a journalist. I forgot. Yes. And I wrote a piece on one of the barons and she took a great exception to me. Hence her minions keeping overhead at times. Oh, those are for you. The witch. The witches. Yeah. Mina Devlin, if you ever come across that woman, is very, a very, very nasty piece of work. And just like her. Just like LaCroix has his zombies, Mina has her witches. I won't mention that we're friends then if I meet her. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if we can find this damn mine. We should be able to smell it. Yeah, with all uh, the rotting humans in what it. What Poppy said, Pappy said. And with that statement, uh, actually, the Reverend was the first to notice a distinct stench in the air. Yeah, we're close. 10, 15 minutes ride, the rest of your uh, nostrils start to pick it up. You're on the right track. All right. Keep an eye out for more bags of coin. Bright eyes. Give so, you something to take your mind off the stink. You start going down and it comes to some of those little canyon walls start to build up and you see a definite trail now. And it's about two horse width. You could comfortably ride two by two if you wanted. The cart will just fit through can't do any maneuvers and if you feel if you needed to turn around you'd have to go all the way to a spot where you could turn around and come back i'm thinking too that i'm riding with my uh gatlin uh shotgun by my side just in case something jumps out of the shadows we're not seeing on the horizon or anywhere around signs of uh other people or reinforcements or anything like that like there's no dust trails Anybody have survival? Yep. Uh, make a survival uh, yep. roll. Right here. Ooh, explosion. Nice. Ten. I rolled snake eyes. No. How exactly I can see that poorly. Maybe I'll fall off my horse. Well, you jump off your horse to look at some tracks, and a little dust devil comes up, and your eyes, you're like, oh. <laughs> Damn, that stings. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but tarnation. Ah. Willard, what'd you get? Oh, I just failed. Okay. All right. So, Zach, you notice that uh, within the last, you'd say, 48 hours, maybe, there's been uh, definitely uh, at least a group of 10 men pass through here. Okay. Yeah, where you're going, Mulligan. Yeah, that's it. Looks like, yeah, see right there. Look, look at those. That's the tracks of, yeah, it looks like about 10 or a dozen guys shuffle through here. That's not good. On Do they foot. come out too or just go in? On foot. Yeah, no horse tracks. Just going in, you don't see tracks coming out. Yeah, yeah, on foot. Yeah, that's that's what we're here to clear out. Never asked Pepe what exactly these deadens are doing with silver and gold. It might just 
Do the dead the dead do the uh, the the zombies not like the sun? The zombies don't matter either way, but I believe it was discussed. If not, it would make sense that the Nosferatu need would need. They would want the dark, right? right. That's probably why the cave was targeted, not for the gold, right? So I don't have a oh, an they're just nesting here and they don't need to get the ore out. Right. It just like having a, a stinky hole in the ground. And did the Nosferatu tend to have zombies around them? With the um Bayou Vermilion line, yes. Right. You know that for a fact. They all ride in the same car together. And I'm going to go as far as saying Willard also knows that the Nosferatu can not directly command supernaturally, but can command the intelligent zombies to command the regular zombies. To like, like all vampires, they have some sort of right. control. So you guys are traveling, like I said, and as you're going deeper, the walls are getting higher and the slope is getting a little bit lower. And it comes down to a about a 40 yard uh, horseshoe, I would say, and then to a, a cavernous wall like you would see over your uh, shoulders on the backdrop, but not as massive, maybe 50, 70 feet high. And what you notice, without even making rolls, you know, take a look, about 40 yards away, you see the entrance to the mine, and it looks like there's big metal iron gates, but they are blown off their hinges. And you look, and on the ground are a multitude of dead bodies. Lots of zombies missing heads, some maybe not, but you notice especially Esther, there's a about more than a few wearing silk uh, robes some shanfan uh, Asian Chinese um, clothing. I think, I don't know that these are Pappy's men. Could be someone else has heard about this mine. Maybe shanfan sent some people out here and whatever's in that mine wiped them out. That'd be my guess. So if the mine's clear of zombies, but it's full of their people. I think the opposite. I think both them, their people and the zombies, there's probably more zombies and probably Nosferatu down in that pit. These people didn't survive. How many um, people wearing the Chinese garb are there? See about three. Okay. There's Asian. definitely more in there. And then uh, there's about 20 bodies on the ground. Three, maybe more, are Asian. Okay. Uh, and the other bodies include both undead and merely dead folks. There's um, dead zombies and dead people. Uh, make a notice check. The four. The bodies seem to be wearing Bayou Vermilion Rail Crew garb, except for the three Asian. 
are wearing silk or so it's train folk who can try to come down and maybe reclaim their staff and got killed for the trouble and if uh yeah and uh you know some of them might be in there and turn the nosfer out of themselves for all we know Well, I think this would be a good time for me to cast Smite on the Undertaker. I expect to be firing soon. So that's two power points. Are all the zombies missing heads? They, uh, no, they're not. And Maybe we should take care of that. Oh, yeah. We'll just save the ammo and just take the little hatchet and just split skulls just like yeah. that. You take those, I'll take these. All right. Well, um, the, uh, the head's pop being popped. Uh, I'm going to have a look around to see if I can find a before, wooden staff. Before that, as uh, Zach and Willard start moseying up to pop heads, Reverend, would you get on your uh, roll? For a smite. Oh, one moment. It's your your spellcasting um, blessing skill. Your faith, faith. Um, so a brilliant spirit, right? Spirit. Uh, where is that? Is if you get the uh, success with a raise, you get the plus four damage. Okay. Uh, no, I just got an eight. Eight, yeah. Well, that's enough? All right. Yeah, yeah, four and four. Four, oh, yeah, yeah. So that, and I was thinking, that also affects your single shot uh, shotgun on, that's on that, too. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. All right, so as you guys move in, axe and gun in hand, a few of the bodies pop up. And we are going into combat. And they are fast, and they... Like almost like they were waiting for you to approach. Little buggers. The deck is shuffled. I'm gonna start with Willard. Ace of Clubs. Oh, nice. Reverend, Jack of Clubs. All right. Roland, Queen of Hearts. Master, Queen of Diamonds. Holy cow! Zach. Joker, Joker, hey, Joker. Benny all around. Benny all around. Um, I am going to pull two for the zombies because some are the intelligence smart. Five of hearts and a three of hearts. So we have Zach had the Joker. You're free to go now or interrupt at any time. What would you like to do? Uh, let's see. So instead of just an automatic axe, I'd have to use fight, right? Uh, it would be, uh, yeah, fighting. Uh, damn. Okay. Or you, but you, with that, you can pull your gun and shoot. You yeah. Move. Let's just do that. No, let's just start popping brains. Drop the axe and, and pull them. You're doing yeah. two shots. Yeah. I, I'll use my, uh, my skill, my, uh, two gun. Right. Kit. So you. You just have two basic rolls, no negatives because yeah. of that. So make your first attack. Excellent. You'll get the bonus from the Joker as well. And the bonus, right. Plus two to hit, plus two to damage. 
Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So there's, uh, okay. So the first shot is just a four. The second shot is an eight. Oh no. First shot's a six. Pardon me. With then the bonus the, or without the bonus? That's with the bonus. Okay. And then the second shot is an explosion on the eight and oh. a four twelve. Oh, so, plus two more 14. So, so, so six and 14. So the first one hit, the second one is a hit hit with a raise. Roll your damage. All right. Eat lead. Now, oh, where the hell's my damage? Here it is. All right. Uh, 2d6 plus. Okay, here it is. All right, so it's boom. Seven, eight. Okay, eight on one. It's two, right? 2d6 plus one plus two for the Joker. Oh, okay. So, uh, so so 10 and then the other one is um five two uh seven eight so eight and a ten all right so this is what happens the the one of the smart intelligent looking ones the asian he looks up with intellect in his eyes and he pulls a, a, a meat cleaver and runs at you and you first shot into the chest, exploding his chest. The second shot into his head and took it off and he drops in front of you. Fast, like lightning quick, this thing was. Jeez. And it, it like, as you kill it, it almost slides with its, on its knees with its back arched and its head, what's left of its head dragging, like almost like sliding in the home base at you. Uh, next up in the line will be Willard. You're on mute. So I had my Gatlin uh, shotgun out. Uh, yep. The second that thing starts moving, I'm going to point it right at the thing's head as it's coming at me and let it get a little closer and then just pull the trigger. All right. So roll. Wait till you see the green of its eyes. With the <laughs> headshot, it is. Minus two or minus two. Four. Yeah. Um, two or four. That's what I'm trying to look at here. I also, it's a penalty for getting a headshot, huh? Yeah, yeah I was being easy with you. Minus four for a headshot. I Ooh. was being a little laxed before, but I told you as it goes on, I'm going to implement. All right. Uh, nope, four. All right. Uh, do you want to roll again with a Benny? Yeah, I'll roll again with Benny. Oh, that one got a six. Six on the six-sided or? Seven. Yeah, six on the six-sided. Uh, so seven total. Oh, minus yeah. four? Yeah. Oh, it's a three. All right, so you just hit it in the chest, but it keeps coming at you. Okay. Uh, next up is the queen, which would be S, no queen, reverse alphabetical order, horse, diamond, um, Roland. Okay. Um, if there's one that's moving faster than the others or one of the ones that's moving there's fast. One other moving fast that Willard just took a shot at, you can... Bolt. Roll your spell casting. Okay. So that is one PowerPoint. And... Are you spending any other points to make it extra damaging or? 
Now I'll stick with the one because I have a feeling we're going to need a hell of a lot more later. And eight minus four is four. So a hit. Got it. And the damage on that is 3d6, I think. Yeah. Uh, 2d6. 3d6, 3D6 with the rays. Oh, yeah. Got it. So two. Oh, six and six. So nice. And then it's the other end of the bell curve, one and two. So <laughs> six, six, 12, 15. 12. All right. So Willard pulls up and shoots it in the chest, stopping it for a split second as the card flies from Roland's hand, whipping past and getting it in the head and lobbing the top of its head off because the damage was so insane. Uh, dropping it at your feet, Willard. Next would be Esther now. Okay, we have, there are more, right? It wasn't just those there two? There is three other, but slower moving. All right, let's take a shot with the caustic cannon. All right. Headshot or regular? Going for the headshot. It's an explosion. Nine, but minus four, four is five. Five. So five, yeah. regular. So that's two D six, right? Yes. Uh, eight total. I. This is a normal zombie. You just douse it with the uh, acid. Acid, right? Yep, it's acid. And the thing just oh, it stinks, but it just melts and drops. There are two left standing. Shambler is not fast movers. Reverend. Yeah, I guess I'll just take a regular shot for the head of one of them. Somebody, something ain't got nobody friendly behind it. Uh, spend a Benny. That was miserable. And don't forget, you guys have cards too. Sometimes I forget that. Too. Ah, true. Uh, uh, so uh, that's a natural seven, and it's only minus two, I believe. So a five should be a hit. Minus, minus, minus four, four for a headshot. Oh, it was two for the chest and four for the head. That's I'm, right. I didn't hear all of that. <laughs> well, I'll just do a whole lot of damage to its torso, and it'll probably slow it down. Roll. Because I have two d8 plus four for the smite, so that's uh, sixteen damage. So you obliterate this thing with your hand. <laughs> Just, Did not hit the head. Know. However, the head has to be attached to something for it to matter. Yep. And there's uh, one left. And I'm just going to roll randomly. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Roland, it's staggering closer towards you. And it swings. And what's your um, parry? Let me double check. I think you're a two or a four if i remember four so it misses you hey. numbers and swipes over your head uh next round i mean it's one zombie to <laughs> deal out a whole round of cards you guys can you're on mute reference we could just use baseball bats and knock it toward each other yeah, yeah. Just for game time's sake, you you guys eliminate the next one with fairly fair use. We just not, invented a game called Zombie Hacky Sack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have 
a bunch of dead bodies at your feet and some new dead bodies at your feet. What would so you like to do? I'd make sure I go again and crack open every single skull. I Leave no skull left behind. <laughs> Everybody else? Uh, I'm looking for a nice long, whether, whether like a broom handle or wooden staff, something like that, um, or the detritus. Actually, as you look around, you find a fairly nice, looks like would be a martial artist's bow staff, probably from one of the dead, um, what you could assume to possibly be Shanfan uh, raiders or warlord, hmm. not a warlord, but, you know, part of his army or retinue. Oh, that'll do. Yep, I will. Take hold of that because I have a I have a plan for that later. All right. Do Is any there... of the go ahead. Go ahead. Do, do any of the Sean Fawn, uh, uh fallen? Do they have any like little pouches or sacks of coin on them? Uh yeah. Make a uh, notice. Notice. Sure. All right. Anybody else? Feel free to. I'm, I wanted to look and just see if there was anything on them that would kind of hint at the purpose, like why they're here or something like that. So, uh, make a roll also. The uh, notice. I've got 12 on my notice. Seven. Anyone else? Uh, five. With who got the 12, Esther? Or Roland? I, you see that crazed one that you put the card through when you're looking. He has a some sort of Asian symbol uh, around his neck, like a chain. It's a gold chain on a gold symbol. Uh, if you show it Esther, it's- I was gonna say, point it out to Esther, because I don't know anything about that culture at all. Does this make any it's sense? Ornamental and worth a few bucks. Probably a couple, a couple of nice dollars. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sell that for a any, couple bucks. Anything nice. else you find? And if you want to start rifling through all the pockets and stuff, you don't find anything specific, but a couple dollars here, a couple more of those silver uh, tongs, tang, fang, whatever. Um, nothing I personally else. find the looting of corpses somewhat distasteful. Nothing to hint at like what they were doing here or how they like learned of this place. No, okay. And the, the non-undead dead, how long have they been out here in the desert? You could estimate uh, that this combat is at least 40, uh, yeah, probably three days. Well, with any luck, uh, it reduced the number of uh, unnaturals within the mine. Uh, but uh, they certainly are aware that we are now outside. Yeah, I'm gonna go, and you got a what? A fourteen before? On your notice, what was that uh, notice 12. check? Twelve. You, as you also, I'm gonna add in as you're looking around. You notice um, what looks like uh, marks on the wall. Like possibly not only 
you feel it's safe to say not only did a group come in from the past, that somehow they also came down the, the, the cliff wall. They repelled down. Wow. Okay. You notice a couple um, uh, pitons. Pitons. Yeah. Oh, this, the, the, so that would be from the Sean, the Sean Fawn. Sean Fawn forces, not the not like, not no, like zombies. No. World War Z zombies that are just like <laughs> no, no, falling no. off the cliff. <laughs> Sister Pickett, are we, uh, should we make any um, preparation to the ghost dynamite before we go in in case there's uh, an occasion for a very loud crack? You think we should, are you thinking we should plant it at the mouth in case we have to make a swift exit with a cave-in or something like that? Or are you just saying any kind of preparations in general? I was wondering if it should be readied in some way for, say, if we find a nest of sleeping Nasfara okay. to in there. But also, the cover in our escape is not itself a terrible idea. Um, Jason, how, many, how much dynamite do we have? You had two charges made from the okay. train, right? The, the train incident? I think that's right, because I think one of us had one and one of us had the other. That makes yeah. that's about right. So they were mixed with the crazy concoction you made that would mm -hmm. be the equivalent of setting off four or five sticks of dynamite wrapped each should we each one right should we take one with us and leave one at the mouth of the cave or just take both with us and not risk it yeah i like the idea of flexibility i i, I can't rightly say what we're going down into except uh, I don't know either. it smells bad and you also had set them with like a timer type thing, if I remember correctly, some sort mm -hmm. of watch component. So it would mm -hmm. like tick, 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 tick down. Yeah, I wasn't going to so set you're... that. I just wanted to have it ready. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying that's the, it's not a, a light. You don't light uh, it. You, set, okay. you had it All made right. that you set the timer on it. Ah, uh -huh. okay. So it's not light it up and throw it. It's like right. preparations have to be made. Okay. Because you guys were going to leave it on the, mm -hmm. you're uh, right, the you're linking right. mechanism and put a 30-second thing on it. Speaking of timekeeping devices. Oh, yes, that watch. It seems like there would be an opportunity to get a very firm impression of the lay of the land. It's only six seconds. Whoever goes first into the cave should take these goggles I have. If the cave is if the cave is dark, it'll help you see. I I can potentially help with lighting the place up. Oh, good, good. That's why I picked this up, the uh, the stick. Excellent. Should we all be trying to make torches? I'm thinking of lighting this up, waving the stick, uh, lighting this up when we get to one of those big caves because it won't last. It will last a few minutes, but. It seems to make sense to do that rather than the single walk in when we can have torches or lanterns, etc. And there's no electricity in this here mine. Uh, oh, but you do recall uh, Pappy saying that there would be supplies in the cave. Hopefully, still there and not so. Oh, right. But we've brought some lanterns of our own, right? In uh, the yeah, we should all be taking lanterns right. anyway. The Nosferatu can see at night, regardless. When our right. element of surprise has collapsed with the gunfire without their den. 
how wide is that there opening to this mine? Is it wide enough to have all of us go side by side in? Or? Uh, to go through the main door, it is, yeah, you could go with two people, but it would be a little uncomfortable. Hmm. It's big enough to walk out with big sacks of ore and stuff. To, to hmm. Big enough for one of them mechanical bulls. Right. Well, I'll happily uh, be up front or at least be right behind, sort of next to whoever wants to go in. I'll be up in the front with whoever's up in the front. All right, so Mark- Sounds like the two of you are uh, two by two. All right, we'll do one lantern and one six iron. Well, Reverend, you're the one that kind of has the nose for all of this. That's right. Here, shouldn't should you back. be in the front? I don't rightly mind being up front, although honestly, everything smells profoundly of, mm. of death and disorder. But maybe I'll get a, especially if there is a nest, maybe I'll get a, a little advance warning. Surely, Brother Mulligan and I will take first spot. Then and I'll be right behind them. All right. And also, this pistol has nine shots, and I've reloaded the one that I just employed. So, nine shots that comes in handy there. So, you guys walk through and goes down for about 10 feet, and you notice a few bodies on the ground, their heads are shot or broken open. Um, non Asian zombies. Continue down, and it comes to a little rectangle-type room, and you notice on the right, as you're going in, it would be to your right, there are some lanterns and some picks, shovels, and um, mining equipment. On the left-hand side would be about five um, jars of oil, a couple lanterns. Some of them are knocked over and it continues straight down. I'd oh. like to take, oh, go ahead. I think we should light a couple of lanterns and leave them in this room and leave sure. lights along the route as we go. Hang them exactly up. Exactly what I was gonna say. There's, and now when you say hanging up, you see there are every, say 15, 20 feet maybe, a little iron uh, hook to hang lanterns on. You guys go through that process, start right. doing it, follow it in. It splits off, like uh, Pappy was saying, goes down to a left or a right. So what do you think about having two people hold this center room and the rest of us go down one of the pathways? Otherwise, if we, if we split up and don't cover this room, we could be outflanked. I think that if... You do know from the map, it'll split out, go forward, and reconnect. So it's like a big rectangle. I think considering vampires and uh, and zombies, we should not split up. Not All for right. a minute. Yeah, safety in numbers. Left or right. We could make the large room and then come back to light up the other channel so as to make sure there's nothing right. lurking in our rear. But moving as a force, I think, is wise. All right. This this is the first big chamber 
that we've come to, yeah? Uh, well, you're still in the hallways. When you get down and come in, it'll come to a big chamber again. All right. So okay. once you guys get down, either left or right, and turn, you notice in the there's a pile of what Willer would definitely notice as a burnt up, destroyed Nosferatu. Oh, somebody's done a lot of our work for us. Um, Deeper. Are we seeing, are, have we left sunlight completely at this point, or are we still getting partly the day? Not at, once you pass that next uh, rectangle, you're in just darkness lit by lanterns. You're whatever you're carrying. All right. Guys, continue down a little deeper, and you start to see some more cracked open zombies on the floor. You come to that big room, and what looks to the left looks like um, piles of some like gnawed on, maybe eat food for a zombie or food for the Nosferatu, but then you notice big two big black stains mushed up against the wall and what's left of a, a melted or disfigured Nosferatu with an iron spike sticking into the, the wall. Hmm. They were thorough. We, yeah, we're preceded by a very potent force. Well, hopefully needless to say, but I'll say it anyway, every single zombie I cross, if it's within like 10, 10 paces, I'll pop its skull. Their heads are all cracked already. Yeah, just... He did the work for you. Right, now this, this is the point where I mentioned I can potentially light up, but question to the group. This is going to make us very blatant. Do we want to continue with just lanterns, or would you like more of a light source? Well, the Reverend's right. I think they probably know we're here. Yeah, we're, we're our steps in the ca echoing caverns are probably giving us away. Ah, uh, fair but enough. But if we, um, what if we just continued with lanterns until something, unless something happens, and then you can light everything up so that you can see. Good plan. Yeah. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to re-smite the Undertaker when we're down there anyway. It only lasts for a spell. Yeah. Same with oh. what I've got planned. It's only about 10 minutes. You guys continue to search with and, using the map. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Yeah, and it smells generally of death and decay. There's nothing right. else that is indicated? No, you don't smell anything else. Just that stench of death. How, how high guys, is the ceiling? Uh, you could almost touch it if you. So there can't be a Nosferatu hanging from the ceiling somewhere. No. Okay. And from our experience uh, with uh, the zombies, do, do they when they're just sort of standing around? Are they moaning and make noise, shuffling, or are they usually just totally dead silent and move to action when they need to do something? The ones that were laying out front were dead silent. <laughs> When you were in the train and they were alert and moving around, they were making noise. Okay, so there could be a lot active that are just in silent mode. Got it. Okay. Right. So you guys continue using Pappy's map, walking around to the two big chambers, and you find nothing but death. Dead, smashed zombies. And you're in the, the, the final room. And you've even gone back and lit up some torches looking for any signs of unlife. 
and there seems to be nothing. I need a spot hidden checks. I mean, uh, notice checks. <laughs> notice. Ooh. Cross over with a different system. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, both explode. <gasps> Another explosion. Whoa. So six, six, uh, 11. Snake eyes. You bump your head on a rafter. Ow, ow. Who hung 15. That? Oh, wait, so, wait. What I'm going to do is when you guys do a, a failure, you're going to take a fatigue. Ooh, okay. If, you know, because depending like what it is, but yeah, you're in a dark cave, you, you know, let's say you have one fatigue, you got to bump some bruises. That's fair, because it seemed uh, like we were getting snake eyes when it didn't matter much. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we might as well get a little penalty. Mm -hmm. uh, Lillard? What's that? Would you roll? 17. 17. I, so you guys are eagle eyes here. You guys are in that room, and you're kind of like looking at each other like, what the? And whoever got those high rolls, I think it was three of you, you look over. And there looks to be like so, um, the stones seem to be pushed and placed in a location. Hmm. At the far end of there. That looks suspicious. I'll kick it over. Well, over and you start kicking some rocks, and there is a dugout that seems to not be on Pappy's map that goes down. Like it's big enough for a human to crawl into. <laughs> yeah, no. Does it smell? Uh, surprisingly, no. Like a single person could crawl in and there? No really I don't know how far deep it goes, but it's a hole where one person could get into the passage. Well, let's. Uh drop a little firebrand down there and see how deep I, it goes as you bring the torch or stick or whatever there's a faint breeze ever so faintly so there's some sort of outlet ghost uh ghost does anyone object if i call down there and see if we've got a human presence no sure uh, hello, hello in the pit. Pit, 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 as it echoes down. No well, answer. we we got a fearless on the other side. Yeah, got a fearless vampire killer who's made himself a little uh, gold mine and nest. Speaking of which, do we see any ore? Oh yeah, there. I I was going to mention it earlier. There are fairly thick veins in in this area of the of the the cavern. Are there any pieces of loose ore? Because I want to bring something back to show Pappy we actually went into the mine. I'm I sure mean, yeah. he doesn't know us. So um, yeah, I'll take a few pieces too. Just make sure he, he gets. He was going to meet you guys here in ten days. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, you can grab a piece of ore. There's like a little, you know, you would yeah. have to work at it to get a little. Well, I forgot it. that he was going to be here, so I don't even care. Yeah, yeah. Rock. 
Is anybody willing to go in that hole, see what's in there? You said green smoke is coming out? No, 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 no. Clean Clean air. Clean air. When you know what, like a foot, the oxygen oxygenated the fire ever so slightly. Uh, So you know that there's some there's oxygen in there. There's probably another exit. It's funny that it's Sister Pickett, you got anything about you that just glows general? Uh the gun. Yeah, there's there's a bit of a glow about the barrel of it. Uh, you know, on the one hand, we don't think there's necessarily anything infernal down there. And we could rightly just wait outside and eat beans until Pappy arrives and say, it is an undead free zone, and I will gladly take an ounce of gold. But if we're curious, we ought to send down first a person who's the best protected against... Uh, I also the, have these handy goggles in case it's, you know, dark down there. Right, you, know, you can travel in pitch dark. That is an advantage. And that gun of yours is pretty fierce. Well, let's be ready to pull her right back out. Maybe tie a rope around. You gonna hoist her up on your hearse again? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. That's one thing. Have we seen any of those mechanical uh, mechanical beasties yet? No, he will bring them in the dirt, the, the blimp. Because oh. they use them at uh, the site they're at now. He rents them He didn't them leave out. those. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, Miss Pickett. But Your right? curiosity yeah, must yeah. get you into a mighty trouble from time to time. Well, you know, it also fuels some of my best inventions. So you're heading in? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you shimmy your way in. And you kind of have to crawl like this for a good 10 yards. And then you come, it, the hole opens up and it comes into a cavern with, and with the goggles on. And it's almost bright with the goggles. And you lift them up and there's illuminescent fungi and stalactites and uh, some sort of almost aromatic flower smell scent along with you know the fungi smell and but there's something else in the air something else from a no a nice scent from okay. a scientific viewpoint you, you your jaw drops it's like wow this is wow <laughs> yeah and that's what you hear me holy shit what whoa don't say that too loud around the reverend. <laughs> Sorry. Is, is there room for more or is it still a tight tunnel in there? It's a cavern now properly, right? Yes. Yeah, you, you can come down. This is a, there's a cavern down here. All right. I'll, I'll come on down. I'll... For all of your uh, affronts to language, award yourself a Benny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so Zach is down and uh, Esther is down. There's a little bit of dripping water sounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, it's, I'm going in. I'm going into. The, I'm not even waiting for people. I'm looking around. I'll go in. I'll bring up the rear. And Reverend, yeah, I'm curious. Right. You guys are in. You 
look and it seems like it goes oh you could stare and you're like oh, man this could go on for a mile or two maybe more are we seeing gold veins down here too no not at all crystals growing uh some greenish crystals uh you know weird um fungi that glows uh there's on the breeze now that you could definitely feel coming in from wherever the tunnel lets out is a scent of a flower none of you have ever smelled it's almost like a, a jasmine mixed with like a rose huh. let's put a lantern right here near this our way out yeah yeah Definitely. There's no sign of uh, people tracking around in here, are there? Is it dirt or stone floor? Stone floor. Make a track roll with a minus two. Anybody that has survival. It, it falls under the survival. Got it. You have to have track though, right? Survival. 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 It on is tracking, survival, finding water, any type of I was unsuccessful. Uh, may I, might I also try to roll a cult to see if this reminds oh. me of some? Yeah, please. Um, that's just a four, very minor. Uh, almost otherworldly. Not dimensional, like spirit realm, just it's out of this world. Right. Uh, uh, and the, the channel underneath the rock cairn that obscured this tunnel, does it look like it was dug with a pick or bored through with acid or blasted no, it, out? It looks like uh, it was hammered and, and chiseled away, maybe a little bit of blasting to get the first. But it looks like human work. Oh, 100% human work. Mysterious. And... Uh, Considering, I right, make me a smarts roll. Probably an exploratory tunnel. They're just looking for more veins of gold. Right, but they found this and they hit it. I just got a five on smarts. Uh, anybody can make them too, but you feel that with the thinking back, and if you saw 10 foot sets of footprints coming in and more repelling, uh, I can never remember that word. Uh, Peter. There could have been a substantial group that was here, and it seems like they came directly here after dispatching said oh. inhabitants. I wonder if somebody weren't reporting to Pappy that they'd have found this hidden world down here. Say that again? I said, I wonder if some of the workers found something that they weren't reporting to Pappy. Something more unusual than gold and silver. Maybe. Uh, it looks like uh, that work was fair, like new, like very, very new. Or maybe done by the... What was here? The Sean Young or zombies. Hmm. Uh, well, let's, uh, you know, follow, follow the breeze. Willard, I sent you a message. 
Uh, also, so you guys are traveling into the cave a bit, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, um, Willard, you guys are a good distance in. Willard hears, a uh, Willard, Roland hears a very familiar whistle coming from where you guys just slipped down. That whistle that you met in a town somewhere. Yeah, I, and then what? you hear, I told you I'd find you. And you hear tick, 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 tick. Does everyone else hear that? What do you hear? Oh, you all you all heard that. Oh. But he that? knows what he just heard. And then Esther, you hear your device ticking. And then boom, everybody make a, a uh, what's it called? Vigor. Oh, crap. Vigor. With a plus two. Seven. All right. Six. Six. Uh, with a plus two, that becomes a five. All right. Nine. So the you all pass. You hear that tick, 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 and boom, you're, where you just came through collapses. And shards of rock fly past you, but you all were able to cover up. <laughs> Coughing here. Somebody was following us. Yeah, I know that asshole. Another friend you've made along the way. He was Brother just a very, He was a very sore loser in a game of cards, and I didn't even cheat. Even mate wasn't. I don't even know where you were. <laughs> I I don't know. How did he get a hold of our blast? That, that was way way we left one at the entrance right the now. Hand. Yeah. Better not touch my horse. Indeed. Uh, well, I was hoping to follow the breeze from farther down to up there, but I imagine there won't be a direction to the breeze now that it's all closed off. Really. We got we got fresh air, so we should be able to find our way out. This growing fungus is a general matter. Uh, it's like um, it's a mushroom that grows without a stem, and it, picture you know the mushroom cap without a stem growing on the walls in half, like if it would be cut in half and glued to the wall, but it just how it grows. With a uh, sample of it. Oh, of course. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't say that sooner. <laughs> uh, and we are now in a, a naturally forming cave. That's where all this weirdness grows. Yeah. Stalactites. So somebody... Is there any evidence on the ground that these other people have moved through this area? You believe they did, absolutely. So let's go in the direction that they were going. See what they Luckily, were up to. This cavern seems to not have any branches off. It seems to just go. And you guys begin cautiously because it's slimy and walking. And you're walking. And you're walking. And then you walk some more. 
and you're traveling for what feels like hours and hours and hours. Are we going straight forward? Or are we going down or up? Down at a make a twenty percent grade. Jeez. If if it is an hour or more, does that get rid of my fatigue level? Uh, only with rest, not walking. You need to have, I believe, right? Unless they change that too. I think you could still walk if it's. Uh, let me let me double check it. Yeah, because you're not just strolling; you're stepping over stuff and not slipping and hiking. Yeah. If if we're going down, we're getting farther away from the surface. Yeah, but the exit was completely caved in. And we still have the, the fresh air breathe blowing our way slightly. Yeah, but unless we start evening out and then moving back upwards, we're not going to find an entrance, I don't think. Well, there could be uh, you know, a river valley cut through ahead of us that's much lower than where we came in. Possibly. And if there's stalactites and stalagmites, there's water dripping. Uh, which means it's going it's, somewhere, which usually if, is down. What if it's not fresh air? What if it's just a lot of air? You think that it's that there's no reason for it not to be fresh. Oh, maybe being pushed around by by uh, differences by in temperature. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll sit down, have some have some uh, uh, dried flesh and. The hard bread, and we'll go back and move one rock at a time. But I think that's much harder work than walking downhill. Did did we actually bring our food into the cave with us? Whatever you might have had in your pockets. Yeah, mm -hmm. but we were going so into a zombie-infested cave. We weren't uh, uh, mine. We weren't exactly bringing all of our supplies with us. Just the important things: guns. Mm -hmm. On that recovery note, it states, unless otherwise specified by the source, fatigue and exhaustion improve one level per hour. It doesn't say anything about resting. Oh, all right. Yeah, you're, you're fine. So you guys have traveled for a good distance, and you come across something rather interesting. Seems to be a uh, bone tomahawk on the floor. Is it positioned carefully or just like dropped? Well, it means that, that the American, that the Indians must have used this cave. We might be closer to the surface than you think. Could be. Well, they got real lost down here. Like oh, let's look for a skeleton. No skeleton. Is there any markings on the tomahawk? No, Etchings just, or anything? Very crudely made out of one piece of bone. Are there any markings on the walls in this area? Are there? You haven't seen any yet. No. Still lots of fungus and light. But still just one direction. Correct. Speaking of which, I uh, put out my lantern as long as we can see by these mushrooms. And save the oil for later on. Uh, and they're also helpful because you can get a sense of distance as they're farther down the line. 
Uh, there hasn't been any actual uh, run in water. Right? No, um, there might be faint drips, but there's not right. like a stream. Right. Everything is moist, but there's nothing. I have a drip here and there, a little pool, puddles, but it's kind of stagnant a bit. And that engaging uh, floral scent, we ain't seen the source of that, right? Nope. Could it be the mushrooms themselves? Uh, if you go over to and smell it, it's definitely not it. They, they have a very woody, fungus scent yeah. to them. Okay. All we can do is keep going, I guess. I hope um, we find some water at some point. Who has the best survival? What is this survival of which you speak? <laughs> I wasn't yeah, meant to be out in the wild. <laughs> I'm, I've got four, the four sided. That's D6. D6 as well. Okay, roll. Roll. Right. Yeah, please. Ha! Pair of threes. Pair of threes. Better than my one and two. I think I've only had one ace all night, and it was two at the same time, and then I got a seven out of it. It's been a hot night. It's been Sanderson days for me. <laughs> the curse it spreads. <laughs> no. Willard, did you want to roll? I'm sorry. What were Survival. We? I did. Uh, I didn't get anything. All right. So you guys. That's it. Guys. We do not survive. So we all die. <laughs> And scene. <laughs> Thank you for playing. We're all done. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. We'll roll up new characters. Oh, you can always draw those cards to see if we become harrowed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So do you continue? Do you want to camp for the night? or? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um. Uh. Is survival... I The card I drew at the beginning, I can use my arcane skill level to roll. Oh, go for it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, good use. Yeah, and this, so this is my one time using that, or is that throughout the game, or throughout uh, today? Throughout, the, throughout this session. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Ooh, much better. Uh, six. Six. So you you go over and you look at the. Uh, you kind of walk in and you kick some of the mushroom, and it it almost evaporates and, and your foot is soaking wet. So you go over and you pick it up, you start smelling it, you squeeze it, and you get handfuls of water out of this thing. Yeah, and I was say, you like, smells delicious. What, what, what do you make of this, Esther? I don't want to be drinking it straight off the bat, but if we get desperate, what do you think? And make anything of it? Make a science roll. Science or weird science? I have both. Either. Okay. I can call these fungus weird. Uh, that's an eight. So it's very, you know, it's not wise to just go eating mushrooms in the wild, but this seems to be almost like a filtration system within the mushroom. You taste a little and it's like sweet. It's not the scent you've been smelling, but you don't see any reason why you wouldn't at least experiment by either drinking some or taking a bite of it. I'll take a bite of it. Oh, like you don't 
you don't see a reason. How about death? Well, <laughs> yeah. How about an excruciating, horrifying death? It's fine. It like, looks fine. This, yeah, it looks very sad. It looks fine. <laughs> it's a little skull on top. It's, it's just decoration. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes good. like the sweetest watermelon you've ever tasted mm. in your life. And it's delicious. absolutely delicious. So good. Try it. Uh, well, I'll try it tomorrow <laughs> if you're still alive <laughs> and not vomiting and in convulsions mm. on the ground. Treat yourself. Or, or dancing with hallucinogenic effects, <laughs> that kind of thing. Or turning into I mean, a hey, mushroom. if you're looking for a good time, Roland, I mean, if you're bored, here you go. <laughs> All right. Well, this, this could be an ace up our sleeve, then, if this works out. So continue on, make camp, um, hallucinate. What do you want to do? <laughs> well, it, it, even if we've gone for an hour down here, it should still be, you know, what, four in the afternoon at the latest on the surface. Oh, you, you guys have been walking for a few hours. A few hours. We all have watches, right? So, yeah. I mean, what time is it? Yeah. Uh, um, you've been walking for about seven hours. Wow. Oh, crap. Whoa. We are, are, this doesn't make sense. Are we I machines? are okay. This says at that time. It's uh, like 7 p.m. That's uh, 6 p.m. Well, Castain's friend, the Mad Bomber, probably stole the horses, uh, which I means really, really liked his. Chestnut hope, uh, will just meet us whenever we come up. I hope Chestnut just stomped him to death. I'm Not out of the question. Uh, well, yeah. I, our supplies, too. Yeah. Uh, the mushrooms might be sweet to eat, but we can't sleep on them. Just have uh, to prop up against the wall. The let's carry on for a couple hours and see if we find a more comfortable place to bed down. Yeah, I'm with you. You guys are walking for a bit. Esther, has your character ever partaken in any cannabis? Uh, you know what? Yes, we'll say yes. She, she's curious, yes. The very mildest euphoric feeling, but nothing panicky, nothing. Just like uh, a cool of maybe <laughs> secondhand smoke if at a concert or something. Just like, oh, I feel kind of nice. I'm telling One you, them, those he, mushrooms. 18th, 1870s concerts. <laughs> no, I mean, just for your. Try, you got to try the mushrooms. <laughs> Like I said, I'll wait until tomorrow and see if you die. <laughs> I if I die, Willard, I die happy. There's that. If we do get out of here with a sample of that there fungus, we might be able to get a uh, lucrative in, a deal with Pappy for uh, mm -hmm. canning this stuff up. I Just wonder what my mind. Would, I wonder how that would work with Pappy. And I'm like, I'm wondering all this out loud. I wonder how this would work with Pappy. So we should. We should go into business with Pappy on this. Yeah, we would definitely want to get some samples of this, maybe grow it on the side at some point. Oh, I see uh, Reverend's trying some of them. No. <laughs> well, it's sweet. <clears throat> um, so what uh, 
What do you do? Well, you know, we don't, look for a good we place to stop. Yeah, I say we funds. go until we're tired, and then we sit down and make yeah. camp. I, I, that sounds good. Travel for a couple hours. You guys, I need everybody to make a, besides Esther, make a vigor roll. I don't know if there's any mechanic for this, but I'm going to see if I can concentrate as we walk, wondering if what we're seeing is actually what we're seeing, that we're not just going round and round and round in circles. If you, you don't even need to roll, you know with your cult and this and that, you're not in an illusion, you're walking through a cave, you're tired, things are different here and there, you know, you know you're traveling. Mm. I'll give you that. That that's the worrying result. <laughs> oh, you're just going far, very far. I did not pass my vigor. You are hungry and tired. You take one fatigue. That I've got an eleven on my vigor. You could re-roll that also. Eleven, perfect. Um, and I'm have... I'm eating mushroom anyway. No, oh, so you don't need to roll if you started. I have joined the mushroom club. Reverend, good choice. Uh, the fatigue will give minus one to all rolls. That's the mechanic. So why, you, why don't we uh, rest? Fourteen here. You guys rest. Anybody else eat? And you notice you don't need water when you ate it because it's like eating water. It's like eating watermelon, basically, but more substantial. You're not hungry. Your belly is full. This is like amazing. Plus, well, you feel pretty good. I'll take, I guess, what's little left of my canteen and just share that with Willard and uh, Roland. Well, I got my own canteen. I'm okay. Well, Roland, if you don't, I'll share it with you. Yeah, go. I won't take much. All right. Yeah. Just so, just regular water for now, and maybe a sip of the whiskey. <laughs> Oh, Willard, don't forget that that Pappy's drink and is invigorating. If you're if you're not feeling, you're looking a little down. Oh, oh, we left it with the horses. What's wrong with the horses in that great big refrigerated box? All right, so you guys rest. Um, Reverend, make me a spirit check, but this time do it straight with no negatives. Okay, the six exploded. So I got a nine natural and a nine doubled. You sleep very well tonight. It's good to be deep beneath the surface of the earth. All right, so tomorrow comes. You assume, well, looking at your watch, you know, it's morning, you guys who have eaten, feel very well rested, who haven't eaten, are a little lethargic. But, you know, I mean, it's only a day. It's not like you saw her. How do they look? Have they started growing fungus on them? No, they look fine. They look healthy. I'm telling you, Willard, it's the mushrooms. I'm going <laughs> to chump on that fungi then. Yeah. Breakfast mushrooms. I don't know. 
What if once you once you eat the fungi, you become part of the underworld and you have to live here for the rest of your life? Once you go mushroom, you sure you, you haven't go. already had this mushroom, Willard? Because you're talking nonsense. Oh, reluctantly, I. All right. It and... is my firm belief, Brother Sansom, that there is nothing unearthly or satanic about these fungus. Oh, I'm not worried about that. But they could be poisonous. <laughs> may not work quickly. Because it tastes good doesn't mean it's not deadly. Yeah, it could build up over time. There could be parasites living in that stuff. You could be growing worms in your stomach. Mr. Mulligan, so you participate. I don't uh, like the way the, 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 the marshal is saying no, things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I will. I will try to go as far as I can today. If we can't get out today, then I'll start eating the damn. Crap. Make a uh, make a um. I bigger roll, please. Bigger roll. All right. I mean, if we if we can't get out of here, we're all going to die down here anyway. Four. Rock, all right. So you're okay, but you are hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'll give in eventually, but I'll try to push on for like three, four, five more hours. You guys keep pushing on. Pretty much the same day goes, about four or five hours pass again, but now you're going up. It came down to a flat for maybe an hour, and now you have a slight gradient going up. Jeez. We're on our way that out, at least. smell of that flower is in the air again and you guys walk for another half hour and you guys notice something up in the distance not moving but something some things on the floor i think these indians uh found themselves a title into the garden eden well this kennel's big enough to where you could have a whole civilization down here also thinking that once we've walked all the way to the entrance we've got to walk all that distance back again Ew. What's that up there, though? Guys start approaching. You see what on the ground. One man dressed in a shanfan with his head uh, or head caved in with a, a stone axe. And then you see two bo two other bodies painted with like a white um, clay, maybe, or something. Uh, what, let me know if anybody wants to investigate them. What's the status of their heads? Uh, they look uh, to be sliced up with swords, big lacerations. But their heads? Their heads are not punctured. Maybe oh. cut, but not. Yeah. Did you see the, the, the Asian fellow looks like his head's been hit with a, a stone axe like the hat like the uh, like tomahawk bone axe a bone axe like, and like the primitive one we found correct, earlier correct correct and in his hand is a you know the asian uh um, right sword the like kind a katana of like, yeah okay no so, it's like the that one's it's almost curved like a scimitar yeah, the Chinese fighting sword. You've seen the Kung Fu movies? Okay. The Red Castle? Saber. Yeah. Saber. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That, that, those heads can't stay like that. 
That's well, let's, not right. let's go up there first and see what the hell this is. Not too close, if, though. If they move, shoot them. We've seen these like people with the white clay on their faces, right? I mean, no, that's familiar, isn't it? No, that doesn't bring no? any bells. Do they look like zombies? No, they don't look like <laughs> zombies. Uh, do these like zombies. do these people all seem to be dead? They are. Yes, three. Two dead primitives and a or natives or and a uh, dead shaman uh, warrior. Are there natives live down here in the cave still? Some kind of. I'll go up and look this. Sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's go up guns drawn. Keeping in mind, we'd like to keep our eardrums. Right. Uh, guys, go up guns drawn. You look. The, the natives seem to be about five foot to five foot four, very, very stocky build, strong, sinewy muscles, painted up, uh, wearing um, type of, one has like a grass weave skirt and uh, Make a uh, smart roll, anybody? And the other one seems to have some type of spark. Six is aced. Eleven. Spread smarts. Well, unless I got something nice. Like my twelve aced. Well, <laughs> you're a smarter fellow than myself. <laughs> yeah, I, again, one end of the bell curve to the other. Fourteen. Uh, Four over here. Well, come to a couple of conclusions that yeah. A, there, you know, damn well, there's definitely not palm leaf sized grass growing anywhere in Texas that you know of. Maybe in New Orleans. Two, um, the fur on the other um, native, you can't quite place it. Ain't yeah, no sure. buffalo hide. Right, exactly. Ain't possum. Ain't polecat. And they're not like any Native Americans you've ever seen. Yeah, these folks. Caked with stuff and have some primitive. Uh, rolling. Hmm. Uh, you got uh you guys and Willie, you both got fourteen? Fourteen here, yeah. Nine. I think I got twelve. Well, whoever got a fourteen on the one NATO's wrist is a bracelet. And you take a closer look and there's a tooth that's probably a good six, seven inches long, and it comes down to a point and Maybe it's a crocodile, but that's a pretty damn big crocodile. Yeah, that's massive for a croc. <laughs> this I, I'll kind of direct people's attention to that. This came out of some big animal. Could be a wild boar tusk, but big old jackalope tusk. Oh, like rabbits. <laughs> I tell you what I think, and that is, we ain't in Texas anymore. 
we could have walked back to Texas given how far we've walked. There, yeah. And there is that uh, um, sword on the floor if anybody wanted to take it. Is there an easy cat scabbard with it to, to carry it with? Yeah. All on right. the body of the... Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll grab that and sling it over the shoulder. Now, I assume this cave we, is cave temperature at this point, 52 degrees on the Fahrenheit scale. Actually, a little bit warmer. A little bit warmer. Uh, yeah, and these bodies actually. are in what state of decay? Are they desiccated or fresh? Uh, within 24 hours, you would assume? We are on the track to some... Uh, very peculiar group or individual. If it's a little warm, we must be getting close to the surface. Or something volcanic. Hmm. I'll uh, finish those heads off just in case. With how? Shooting or? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it quietly. You don't spend the bullets yeah exactly i'm saving ammo just gonna quietly pop their head with that i hope they weren't just sleeping <laughs> well they're sleeping longer now <laughs> excuse me right, so you just you dispatch them and you guys continue for about another four or five hours i'm assuming you're eating mm. along the yeah, way we are now and you come to a <clears throat> bigger opening in the in the tunnel it, it opened for the first time it's deviated i mean a couple feet here and there but now come into uh i don't want to say massive but 40 foot ceilings wow any uh nosferatu hanging from those ceilings no um when you guys take a look around and it looks like there is a little ledge at the top of this. And now you start to look around and you see um, almost like some, maybe up at the top there, there might be some cave paintings. Something on the walls, you know, that's not glowing mushroom. Mine Are there any the old world painting on the ceiling? How do they paint up there? With difficulty. Yeah, I suppose if you eat enough of these mushrooms. <laughs> you get high enough, you can get... <laughs> are there are there any mushrooms around? Yeah, they're they're growing all over. Yeah, I'm just too hungry. I can't hold out any longer. I'll have right. some. You take a bite and everything... No, I'm kidding. You take a <laughs> bite and it's fine. Um, now you guys start to notice uh it looks like there's almost um dug out footholds handed footholds going up that uh let's call it a terrace and this chamber does it continue with channel at the other end or this is we have reached a point of conclusion yes it seems to be the only way to continue oh boy uh, well, some of us obviously are going to be better climbers than others. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Three of us have rope? 
two of us. I mean, we worked. We knew we were coming in with rope, pickaxe, etc. I've I've got rope on my person. Yeah, yeah, like twenty feet on my. Yeah, because we were going on yours. Okay, if we expected to have some. Yeah, I would say you rope. would have enough rope to if somebody got up there to be able to hopefully tie it off somewhere up there and throw it down for the others, and I'll see why not. What would we need for what, what sort of climb roll? Uh, it's uh, athletics. Oh, no rope. Let's go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the rock fall. My athletics is fairly. It's just four. I am moderately athletic. Got six here. I would feel like Brother Castain. You ought to be able to throw cards into the wall at even intervals and walk up it like a stairwell. <laughs> Well, like I said, there's those hands. Yeah. And uh, we would give you a plus two to your uh, athletic role from the county. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and also, there'll be, uh, we can tie off on stalactite. Are there any stalactites that meet stalagmites and make a pillar? Not here, because it comes to that sheer terrace where those yeah. things were dug out and then up top it seems to be flat but you can't get the angle to see what else is up looks there. looks like a ladder i think we should just be able to climb up the yeah i'll, I'll tie a rope on the race to start up actually there is potentially a way i can get up there i figured a tricky fellow like you yeah let, let me spoil having a look at the ceiling or the height to get up there is it within 24 yards uh that yeah, was 40 feet is much more than 24 yards much, much less much. much less oh right okay. that's 72 feet <coughs> okay uh well first of all this this could be a little risky for me um is anyone confident at climbing or do you want me to try this I, I think I should have no difficulty with the handholds to give me purchase. And the plus two. Which provide me mechanically with a plus okay, two. I, I will defer to your your skill then. All right. I am going to spend a Benny because that was not a good roll. Although not catastrophic. Oops. That's on my lap. All right. That is one ace, but it's on the lesser die. All right. I've got it. So 12. So that's two bumps. Get up there like, like it was built for you. All right. And then uh, and I admire the paintings for a minute because I've been feeling a little bit artistic of late. All right. So you take a look and you see. Better not like, be any thunder lizards. No, well, no, you see uh, a native representation of themselves thing. And it looks like a type of like bison. And then it looks like a um, big turtle, <clears throat> which is strange for the desert. But And then um, some really strange looking birds. And then, oh, well, that's kind of odd. It looks like a walking lizard and the painting they're just small next to this big lizard that's a little disturbing but they are eating mushrooms and you know yeah 
Uh, all right, folks, I'm going to find a place to tie this off. And I'm going to, before anybody else climbs up, I'm going to have a, uh, is there a point of egress I can see from this ledge? There, there is, looks like a archway carved. Definitely looks chipped and carved out. The rock up here is much softer. And you actually, once you look at that, you seem to see a glint of what could possibly be daylight because it's not green. Mm -hmm. And for mechanics' sakes, with the handholds and the rope, you guys can get up. Unless you just roll, and unless you get a critical failure, you're up. Had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, well, yeah. What happens. <laughs> Got a six. Okay. No. <clears throat> Pappy, by my calculations, Pappy's probably already arrived, and probably thinks we're all dead. We've been going three days? Yeah, I think just two days. Two I think, days. Yeah, so seven. So yeah, so Pappy should be getting here just by the time we get back to the front of the mine. But we must be 50, 60 miles now from... Well, we're underground. Uh, it's potentially weird going in the dark. We could probably pick up speed in the light in the, on the surface. Yeah, I think, however, given the unfamiliar plant matter, fur, and physiology of these folks we found, we are in some kind of pocket where we ain't going to be able to see his blimp. We're in some hidden forgotten place. Like I says, I don't think we're in Texas anymore. Well, let's find out. Um, Marshall. <clears throat> I yeah. have some some knowledge of Native American languages, which um, I know it's it's a little bit murky when it comes to pictography and things like that. But would that knowledge of at least like their written language and culture give me a little insight into these pictures on the wall here? Uh, you even without ro ro make a roll, but okay. Um, Five. Let's see what you do. You don't recognize. Now that you guys are looking at it more, there's lots of pictures of them farming fungus and holding the fungus up like, you know, like a not trophy, but like a hmm. like their crop there. And um, it almost depicts this as a farm, <clears throat> but you don't recognize any of the okay. symbols. And there's no, they're all pictograms. There's no language. Right, so right, right. right. Now, the Reverend, when he was looking at that archway, seeing some light coming out, if you even take a step or two towards it, there's some light shining down, and there's a hole going up, and there's a a 20-foot of silk rope with uh, very similar to uh, oh. Willard or their clothes on some of the uh, dead guys outside. Yeah, that's why we all ought to go up together. That and the drawings of the walking lizards like you got in the museums out east. So up the rope it is. Yeah. Who's first? I'm a good climber. All right. Same athletics. Yeah, with a plus two because it's a tight shaft and you can actually brace your back up against the wall if you get a little tired. It's just a six, but I should be able to make it. All right. 
and uh, everybody else roll. You start to climb up out, and it's lush vegetation shaded by some trees. And I'll get the better description when everybody's up. But let's take into consideration what amount of bullets you were realistically carrying on you when you went into the cave. You mean as weight right now or in, in as, preparation uh, for the combat to ensue? As future ammunition that you would have on this little journey. I have six in my Gatlin pistol. I got six in my regular pistol and I got uh, one shot in my shotgun. I haven't dipped into my uh, 36 rounds I have on my gunslinger belt. That's all full, but I have discharged the, the uh, I believe, one, two, three. So I think I have four shots in each of my pieces. So there's eight plus the 36. Right, and I'm sure in the two days you were traveling, you would have reloaded your gun by now, too. Yeah. All right, so you're all up there. You climb up. Everybody passed their roll with a plus two, I'm sure. Got seven. With a plus two, I'm on nine. Yeah. All right, perfect. You guys get up, and it's a plateau. And you're standing in about knee-high grass, and there's big, ginormous ferns overhanging the area you're in. And you look out, and there's... A uh, whole lush jungle in front of you. This this is not right. This is not Texas. This is in Texas. I do not think we're in Texas anymore. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Now that smell of that that lavender rose is almost overpowering. When you turn around, you see these big purplish flowers behind you and they smell wonderful and the the flowers about that big around and it's not a man-eating plant it's uh, just a flower <laughs> and there is almost like a nectar dripping from it yeah uh any of y'all here tell of theories of the earth being holler on the inside holla yeah, I, I've, there's uh, some fiction like that. Uh, yeah. Can we see the sun in the sky? Well, you take a step or two through these ferns. Mind you, as you take a few steps forward, the sunlight hits your feet. You look and you're looking down a good way. Like I'm talking like a hundred foot drop. To your left, when you come out of the cave, it looks like a winding plateau type, almost like um, not as detailed, but like Machu Picchu, high up with plateaus of farming type. Yeah, yeah. uh, terraces. as, As you step over and look, everyone hears a earth-shattering squawk. Um, We are going into initiative because something is descending on you. And you all turn to look and you see a pterodactyl swooping down towards the group. Oh my god. And I'm going to start at the top with Willard. The 
Mexican Joker. Holy wow. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you guys get a, uh, a Benny? Uh, oh, Reverend, right. Queen of Spades, Roland, a Joker. Holy no Christ. way. <laughs> I've never had a double Joker come out in a game yet. You guys, I'm giving it to you. You guys get We're, plus four to them. Yeah, plus we're, another Benny. We're 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 riding that that tear deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ace of Diamonds for Esther, and Gee. last but not oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did Zach? Do you have the quick edge, or so you do, right? I do. Yeah. So you that get will... another card. Do I have to? You... Do I need to spin magic points for that though? No, no, no. I think you get another card if it's a five or less. Oh, nice. Ace of Clubs. Ooh. And then for the pterodactyl, a five of hearts. Aww. This thing is dive bombing in at you guys. And it's squawking. Punch it right in the nose. And um, it's huge. What, what else do we get besides the for the wild card? What was it? We it's a plus two, two to hit and damage, but you're getting... Plus four to hit and plus four to damage because you got two jokers drawn. Two jokers, jeez. This, the size of this thing gives you a plus three to hit it. It's not gargantuan. It's the size right below it. So, yeah, I believe it's a plus three. Like the size of a horse? No, it's much bigger than that. Like the size of the body of it is like the size of a large bull. And its wings go out at least 28 feet. Jeez. Wow. These well, must be some mushrooms giving us hallucinations. I think instinctively, I'm just going to point my gun at it and fire. Yeah. Oh. Now, now, here's the kicker. It's going to be real easy to hit this thing. It's going to be real hard to get through its armor. Okay, that's what we got hex slinging for. <laughs> um, I've got something else I can try as well. All right, so if I we'll we'll play it out as it goes. So. Tom, roll, you have what, uh, plus four, plus three, plus seven. So you're even with we roll a one, which would be, you know, a failure, technically you're hitting with an eight. So there's almost no way to miss this. So. The extra raises can be extra damage potentially. Extra damage, yeah. Okay. So I rolled, I rolled both fours. Um, so that's just four, five, six, seven, eight. Right? Right. Right. So eight. You're getting a seven plus what you roll. So eleven. Eleven. So it's a hit with a raise. So it's your damage plus a D six plus four. Damage. I'd re-roll it. <laughs> it's got one. Um you said it's damage. Right, what's your damage on your weapon? It's two D six plus one? It 2d6 plus Oh, wait, one. are you using the shotgun or the, the pistol? pistol? I actually right? pulled out my pistol. It's just right. 2d6. All right, so it's 2d6, so roll them. 
and add them together. Okay, that's nine. Nine plus plus one. No, that's the shotgun. Right. It's nine plus, plus four. Four. So thirteen. So thirteen. Believe it or not, the bullet bounces off. Do you want to re-roll that damage? It has a ten armor. You got to break a ten to to hit this thing. Well, no, I think that tells everybody that it's going to be hard to get, but that's my shot. Okay. So. So. Jeez, Christ, can't hurt it. Next up, the next Joker was Zach. Uh, me. Oh, you. I'm sorry. Yeah. We don't need to hit it. We just need to tell it to bugger off. Um, I'm going to deal with the Devil's Get Beast friend. All right. Roll your. Um... Oh, I ante up. I spend my Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose a power. Uh, I choose beast friend. The size of the creature is it equivalent to something like a rhino? Because that's one of yes, the. Yes. So it's size five, so it's going to cost me five power points to do it. Uh, gambling roll. So that's with my plus four because it's a trait roll. Oh, yeah. So that is eight plus four is 12. So that is one extra card, two extra cards. Yeah, because that's going to be a raise, uh, two raises, so I get two extra cards on my deal. Isn't it three extra cards? I think it caps out at two. Oh, it does uh, cap out at two? Draw five, draw five cards plus one extra card for a success or two with a raise. It doesn't say etc. so I think it caps out at two extra. But it doesn't say it doesn't, so... Oh, if you're happy, I'll go with yeah, three. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, then I make a poker hand, so I draw... The five plus three, so eight cards. They are first one, Queen of Spades. Second one, Queen of Diamonds. Then six of Diamonds. Then seven of Clubs. Then eight of Diamonds. So that's my five. Then the extra three, four of Clubs. Ten of Clubs. And seven of Hearts. Mm. Uh, not great, but I've still got a pair of Queens, which on the chart gives me jacks or better so that's four power points so you're one shy i'm one short so that's a minus one on my spell cast roll um it is a novice power so i'm not any difference on level so i make a spell cast roll with a minus one penalty uh, but with a plus four then it's a, right. it's a plus three plus three yep and ooh. Double one though. Uh, four, four and a two, so that's a seven. Right. Did you want to go for the raise with this, or not? I've got a shed load of PowerPoint. Oh, uh, shed load of PowerPoints. Um, Benny's. I'll spend the Benny and re-roll it. That's ball. Twelve and a six. Nice. <laughs> so you got it. You don't even need to six. So that's. 12 is going to be 15 or 6, 6, 12 or 16. It, 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 yeah, it goes off with the raise. So, Right. Uh, success. I think raise gives me something else. Yeah. Yeah, a raise on the arcane skill roll means that the beasts are more obedient. They won't kill themselves but overcome their natural fears to follow, uh, to follow orders. Oh, so, I'm, going to I'm going to command it to land and have a chat with it. Um, I So... You 
casts this thing, and everybody draws. He fires. It bounces right off its chest plate. It flies over you and lands on the back of the uh, the kit. You turn around, and it crushes these big trees. And there's a, a top of the cave that you climbed out of, and it's sitting on there, and it's looking at you. Uh-huh. Where are we? Home. This is mental, right? Uh, I think you have to spend one extra to make it uh, communicate and sense through beasts. Really. I think that's spending more points. I'm just after yeah. basic communication with it. All right. So it's just, well, it can't speak. So that's why I was wondering. Mm. Well, it just says the spell allows an individual to speak and guide the act, uh, to speak with and guide the actions of right. a native beast. So it's it's tapping back and forth. Mm-hmm. What do you say? What else do you? Well, what's the duration of that? Uh, Ten minutes. Okay. I guess the question is: to speak with mean you can get answers from a dumb beast. You understand what it means with it. Yeah. Because if if it can't, I mean, if you talk to a slug, it's not as though. Yeah, whether it can talk back or not. Think, think Doctor Doolittle. When you spoke <laughs> to the horse, you spent the extra points. Remember when you spoke to Chestnut originally? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember spending extra points on it. So the, the only option is Mind Rider. The caster can communicate and sense through any of the beasts he's befriended. I, so let's say you can, mm. I can give you like one word feeling answers. I'll say, you know, you're it's not speaking, but you're getting that impression. And mm. you ask where, where are we? And it's at home. And then you're getting the feeling of hunger and it likes your shiny toys or whatever. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to suggest that it goes find food elsewhere and uh, yes, skedaddle food and it jumps up takes off what do you guys do now well done Roland yeah I thought we, we're not going to hurt it might as well just tell it to get the hell away a waste uh, bullet <laughs> uh, I'm honestly uh, not displeased that such a magnificent creature is free to roam but I don't want to get it by the next one are there any signs that the, the people have come through here? Maybe we could just follow in their tracks. Um, you can look down, if, roll, if you want to roll survival. You... <laughs> I'm asking the people who know how to do that. Yeah. Can you find the tracks of the people yeah. who came through here? <laughs> Let's take a look. Oh, that's an exploding eight. That's Actually, a double. Jason, can I do jack of all trades for this? Because this skill keeps coming up, and it would be nice if I could do this too. Yes. Uh, Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll cash in my epiphany and get a D6 in survival. <laughs> I, well, excellent. I, I just okay. rolled a 19. Oh, gee. Wow. And you get a survival, and you get a survival. Yeah. <laughs> um, make Ooh. your... Um, I'll tell you in a second, Reverend. Make your Esther make your. Um... I, I succeeded, which just means okay. um, until I try this again, right, I have right. a D4 in survival. Correct. And if you get a raise, don't you get a D6? Uh, 
I'll, I'll look at it. I got it in front of yeah. me. Yeah. But uh, no, no worries. And that yeah, will right, last right. through sessions until Yeah, you until can. I try to do this again. Correct. Yeah. Now, Reverend, you notice two things, or multitude of things. You notice many, many tribal tracks, barefoot, big, you know, unbooted, um, un unshoed feet, and a gr group of booted feet that went through here, and it's at least 15 of them, at least, because it's mushed up between everything. But what is even more surprising that you notice is that big um, shadow coming back overhead. And if that pterodactyl's flying back, swoops over you guys, releasing something from its talons, saying to Roland, food, 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 and a body of a primitive smashes and drops down and it lands and it, and it's smart like if it could smile it's smiling at you because it brought you food that you asked for I, could no, I, was, I was telling it to go get food elsewhere but it's dumb <laughs> oh boy like this is a primitive man it is, is that what you're saying what you were seeing in the cave but now putting two and two together you realize it's not native americans uh it is some sort of Neanderthal evolution. Maybe not as Neanderthal. Maybe it's that missing link. Uh, and, and the individual who got dropped, I'm afraid, is no longer. He is talons through his body, his head cracked against the, you know, food, food, food. If, if I'll, I'll say to it, if you're hungry, then by all means, eat it. In one gulp, basically swallows it down, and then reaches over and pulls on that big plant, and pulls it, and this nectar starts oozing out towards you, and it smells like a lavender honey, and it's food, food, food. Maybe the locals, uh, the local primates, eat this. And <laughs> I'm just speechless. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> I think you're gonna get sticky either way. I say we follow the tracks. Starts drooling more towards you. You food. <laughs> uh, make a smart throw. Roll Me. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Tell to protect us or something. <laughs> Because I don't get the, the, the Joker bonus anymore. 11. All right, you, you know for a fact it's telling you to eat it, and two, you know your spell time is ticking away. So I will take a take a guzzle. Oh, it's the, uh, the, better than the watermelon fungus. Oh, wow, okay. But the time Maybe. ticking away because when this spell wears off, he's hungry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you telling us this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell it to fly, fly far, far away. Thank you very much for the food. Now, if you want to continue flying in that direction for as long as feasibly possible, that would be fantastic. Bye-bye. He leaps up and caws in the loud and then you see as it flies two others fly next to it and it's like a jet going over you the, the feeling and they 
swoosh out up into the uh, mists and take off. Don't be here when that spell wears off. Yeah, I think we should probably uh, get out of here. Well, we've got to follow these tracks. It seems to me that the somehow or other uh, somebody alerted some Shan Fan operative and they have come through here to this abandoned place. This lost world. I don't re recall getting a clear answer. Is there a sun up in the sky? There is a light source, but it is obscured. Uh, actually, no, you're above in, intermediate with the clouds. So, yeah, there is a sun. A sun. So we're not underground in some gigantic cave. It, it looks like our sun that we're used to. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're just where it should be by our watches. Yes, sir. You fired one shot only, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we got people ahead of us who cleared out the cave and then come down here to this forgotten land, and they seem to be uh, up to no good, and we need to intercept them. Does that seem about right, folks? All of the tracks? What? Sure. And I'm going to try a little of that... Uh, Plant honey. It's good. Right, nice. Like a lavender flavor with a rose aftertaste. And very invigorating. Sweet, but you feel very energized off of it, actually. I should probably love it with sugar. Oh, yeah. These squat folks who paint themselves white. Uh, Probably a very good food stuff for that giant leather bird. Uh, there must be millions of them, otherwise they'd all be gone by now. Birds that size. Uncanny thing. Yeah, this makes no sense. What would happen to us? Where are we? It's not like they ain't got cartographers out here mapping the whole weird west. I feel like we didn't travel in distance so much as in time. Exactly, because those birds up there, those giant flying lizards, whatever, they, they could fly, why haven't they flown over to where we live? Right. I can see maybe big tall mountain ranges would stop land animals, but- And all this, all this green grass and, and ferns. I imagine it's all- never seen before. Who is the most familiar with Native American culture? Speak the I language. know how to speak. Or, I, know, I know Hopi. I have Sue. So both of you roll that uh, language skill. I'm talented in their cooking methods. I hope Five. they know what they're doing. <laughs> Two. Two? Five. Five? You have heard quite a few, not more tell once or twice, but multiple, multiple times of uh, Thunderbirds. If, mm -hmm. Thunderbirds. If, let's say, using your scientific brain, if there was 10 of these, maybe 20, and they had a very slow breeding period, their food sources here, 
they could fly out possibly, but I mean, with an abundant food source, they wouldn't need to travel too far. And if they're obscured in cloud cover all the time and not found, you could be theoretically the, you could have just had solid proof of the Thunderbird. But I mean, you could also be in another dimension. I think I heard you mention, did you mention the Thunderbirds, Reverend? No, you said Thunder Lizards, didn't you? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Roland would remember seeing a painting or two on, in his travels of a big, but they had feathers on them, but is that just a representation of flight? Maybe not the characteristic of the creature. It's, it's a bird. Birds have feathers. <laughs> exactly. Wow. All right, so you have a plateau-like steeps. We've got to follow this uh, assault party that preceded us down into this whatever Lord's sweet name we are in. Did, did, we, uh, did we, when those creature, when that creature flew overhead, other than it's the, the, the cry or the caw that it made, did it make any other sound, something we could kind of keep an ear out for as we're traveling? Not that you noticed, and with everything, the shock of seeing it and everything, you keep your eyes trained upwards a little bit. Yeah. You certainly will be able to see it coming from a long way off. Yeah. We can all act like rabbits and holler if one of us sees a shatter. Now, if you guys are starting to descend, you take a kind of look just now that you're not under direct assault from... Uh, no, I, I, that's fine. Um, you look around and it looks like a picture almost standing at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, but you're not at the bottom. You're only halfway down. So these walls are massive and you're only just shy of the cloud cover, basically, like the, the mist and everything. So there's some vapor in the air and these things flew back in down into it. So as you start to go, you're starting to go into a, a misty, foggy area as you're descending deeper into the, the canyon. This, this doesn't seem too good. We're, we're just going into their lair more. But if you look up, I mean, there's no way to scale. You wouldn't even attempt scaling yeah. up higher. It's just insane. Well, and again, we got these tracks. We have to follow them. There is there is some inter interlopers that preceded us into this strange and wondrous land. We, we got to remember somehow where we're coming from because... If we don't make much heads or tails going forward, we're going to need to somehow get food to go back and start working on digging ourselves out. Even though that's two days journey, might be yeah. the only way we get out of here eventually. I expect the only way out we're getting is forward. That's a mighty big chance there. I guess we'll leave it to faith, Reverend. Yeah, well, the Lord provides. You, you ought to try some of that flower nectar, too. Good stuff. Well, the mushrooms didn't kill me. Why not? 
It's regular earth mushrooms that are poison. We're in, uh, we're in some other place. I, 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 I say again, I think that uh, the biblical Eden might be hidden somewhere through a cave in Texas. So to kill the bugs of that nectar, I'm going to mix it with some of the whiskey here. <laughs> right, Saladio. All right, so down the steeps. All right, following the trail. You guys start walking down, and you go for about 15 minutes, and you seem to be getting down. The, it looks like some type of sweet potato and maybe a corn, and you get down far, a little bit farther, jump. Some of them you have to jump down. I mean, you know, a couple feet, nothing crazy. Down, 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 you keep going. So you are on one, one, two split level, a couple of you down here, a couple of you here, and you see it opens up into like grass. And it looks like, almost like a path, well-worn path coming to the farm for all intents and purposes, you're at a farm. I would like everybody to make notice checks, please. Oh Seven. no. <laughs> Snake eyes. Ooh. You slip when you jump down to the next one and you uh, take a fatigue, sir. Ah. Take nabity. I so you slip, everybody else kind of looks at him. The Reverend rolled the highest. All right. You look over and you could have sworn in the in the brush you saw some type of movement, but you, you're not a hundred percent, but you're pretty damn sure. Uh, uh, you need a hand there, is that? Oh, I, I'm okay. Damn, that hurt. We're catching up on somebody, so uh, weapons at the ready. Uh, uh, the brush I saw movement in is it like shrubbery or tall grass or? It's ferns. Ferns uh -huh. and grass. Right, overgrown ferns, like we're in some kind of fairyland. Um, Zach, what is your toughness? Uh, six. No, five. Five. All right, you get hit. Oh, in the, you feel hitting you in the ribs. It does no damage, but it was a decent shot. And you see a large stone bounce off your chest. And you're like, oh, shit. Dag, nabbit, duty, rotten. So I, I turned to look to see the direction it came from. And from the ferns, you see very stocky Neanderthal-type men, but they don't look like the ones in the white clay. These have black clay all over them with some sort of skull with horns as a face mask, and they have breastplates of, of looks like um, shin bones, human or quasi-human shin bones. Looks like we found the baddies, but I'm going to still try to speak their language. All right. Uh, make a roll, and we're I'm going to hand out initiative cards as you attempt this. All right. Because it's basically happening simultaneously. I'm going to start at the bottom this time. We've got Zach, 10 of clubs. Esther, eight of diamond, um, spades, Roland, jack of clubs, 
Reverend Queen. You can get the spell off. That doesn't count for, you know, your spell goes off in initiative. It's my and second queen of spades. Eight of uh, clubs. And for the, oh, man. <laughs> I got the uh, Sanderson card pulling instead of dice. <laughs> uh, you cast, uh, what'd you get on your spell casting? I got an eight. So that's in speak language. Success with a raise. And you instantly know it. Uh, what are you going to say? Uh, stop. We are travelers here who mean you no harm. And uh, they have spears raised and everything. You, you are part of them. And a spear gets launched at you. All right. Is that at me specifically? Yes. All right. Uh, Agility, I guess, is what I rolled a dodge? Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, cool. I got six on each. Nice. That should help. Uh, so 11 is all I end up with. So you literally sidestep the thing like that. And do you say anything else? I Maybe I'll take one shot into the air to show them that sticks are not the most impressive thing. Right. It's probably what the bad guys did. Wow. Now I speak with thunder, but I mean you no harm. When you fire that off, they turn tail and run. And even the big one, he he doesn't look, let's say he's masking his fear very well. But you see behind the bone skull, the whites of the eyes get a little bit bigger. And they, a couple of them turn tail and run, but he just kind of backs up and blends back into mm -hmm. the, the the shrubbery ferns. I'll call it, uh, farewell. Uh, uh, it is not our cause to harm you. We will move away in peace. Well, so much for that. Uh, you can only talk to some people so well. Well, at least it didn't come to violence. I mean, it could have gone right through my gizzard. They picked me with a rock. Yeah. Now, uh, the, does this mean we have to follow them into the ferns, or was this a sideline to our trail going down? Or the trail that you're following goes off and hooks to the right. They went back what would be like a northwesterly. Can we assume from that reaction that the people who came here ahead of us caused them some problems? It could be the Chan Fan, or it could also be the uh, white clay fellers. Could be in the yeah. middle of our own little uncivil war. As above, so below, as the good book saith. Willard, you think after stating that, you kind of thinking the way they stated it, they the guy pointed up towards the the farm, not, you feel that he might have been, you're on the farming land, so you're part of the farmers. Remember, I couldn't understand what was being said. Oh, okay, Reverend. But still, 
you know, passes over. As I, I continue to suggest that I think it's an internecine battle and not to do with our uh, interlopers that come ahead of us from Texas. Right. So onward. Uh, and this, that shot did not bring a rain of stones or pterodactyls or... No, no, no. Or crack the sky and cause it all to cave in. <laughs> so you Painted shell. Traveling to the... Essentially would be right. So you're... Where you came down from the top of the mesa, you're backtracking and passing in front of it now. So the cave opening would be here. You guys went all the way down to your left made a u-turn and are walking in front of so to your right if you're to the right would be the steeped farms and the top of the cave and straight ahead seems to be a well 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 worn path yeah. you guys continue to follow that for a while and it goes down into a, a sloping down into like a valley and below you you see what looks like um bone like huts with bones and tusks and it seems to be burning and people seem to be running around panicked and there's bodies on the floor the bodies on the floor what, what do they look you're, like they're killed you're from? at a way distance you're looking oh. down some they're, of the distant figures though were probably shortish and and whitish whitish correct are any of the figures dressed like people from the world that we know? No, not that you could see. No, just have to make our way down there and see what we can fix. All right, as you start walking down to the left and right, you see dismembered, let's call them white, the, the white clay, white, you know, the white Neanderthal or white clay farmers. Let's call them the farmers. Um, call them ghost farmers. And they're looks like a group maybe came through hacking and slashing with their Shanfan weapons because you'll find a, a severed arm a, a dead uh, body with does does the sword uh do we see any of the swords like is it like the sword that i picked up from uh inside the cavern well, you don't see the swords in the bodies you see the cuts from them and got it fairly make out that it's a metallic weapon cutting them down uh, and then the modern you know 1800s you know what to a prehistoric they're just hacking and shooting their way through so you get a little closer and you see women crying on the floor trying to assist what would be you assume to be their mate now, do you guys want to get closer? Do you want to? People are now starting to notice, and their eyes are wide. They don't have masks. Uh, it hasn't been very long. I'm going to try the same language and um, see if they understand it. You speak, and it's one of the women looks at you. What? Why did you do this? It's a different dialect, maybe a different yeah. accent. No, we we have come uh, to we have come to punish those demons who have attacked you. Uh, we'd like to help who we can, and we want to. We need to be led to these demons so we can help you. She has a 
what would be maybe a four or five year old next to her and shakes it. Go get, go get the chief. Go get the chief and pushes the kid and goes running. You guys stay there, or do you? What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, if there's somebody nearby who is injured, I will attempt to heal them, which I think will make a good impression. The woman who you just spoke to, her mate is laying on the floor with a huge belly wound, and she's uh, crying over him and and putting some type of flower plants into the hole. Like shaking this dried leaves into his gut, which anybody knows would probably. I'm sorry, I was reading the the, the... I thought somebody sent me a message. All right, so you cast your spell. Yeah. All right. Ten. One, the, the uh, bonus die, nine. Nine. The Reverend casts, and you have a light. It's a golden light for you? Blue. Blue. So you put your hands up, and this blue light emits from your hands, and you touch the body, and she jumps back, and she almost reaches for her, her bone knife, but then she sees the wounds and the sinew linking and tying back, and then the little buds of flowers pop up out of his skin and take off on the wind. And she just starts bowing and puts her head on the ground, her forehead directly to the mud. And she's, her hands are going up and down. It must be some sort of praise or how they worship, but. Yeah, Mrs. Uh, I'm, I'm merely a channel, not a, not a power in myself. Please rise. And the man sits up and screams, and he looks around at panic, like looking for his weapon. Yeah, it, we, we have come to help you against these uh, these uh, yeah. de demons. His wife comes over and talks to him, and he she is explaining what happened to him, and he. And then the same thing, his forehead hits the mud and his yeah. hands are going like that. Sir, we are brothers. Uh, do not, uh, please, uh, I hope that you we can speak to the chief, your chief soon. Now, while you guys were healing, you were healing and looking at the carnage, a group of maybe 20 men come walking up and all like, with gusto, like you, they're not quite sure what they're walking into. And a younger looking, I want to say boy, he's my fault. And he pushes in front of the, he's still big. I mean, he's way stronger than any of you. And he pushes through, my father is dead. I am leader now. And he points this, this bone staff at you, state your business. Who are you? And the uh, warriors uh, my... are starting to, Make a circle around you guys. My, my friends and I have come to help avenge the violence done to your people by the strangers who came through. They are demons from our world and we are, we are in pursuit of them. We they mean you no harm. Start murmuring around between them. If you are here to help us, you will help us vanquish our enemy. Uh, the the skull-faced fellows on the hill, 
well, we need to take care of the things from our world first. This is a, this is a celestial conflict. Uh, they are more dangerous by far than the, the skull boys on the mountaintop. If you, you know, this is, this is, this is outer world business we're upon. As you're standing there and the chief, you notice his eyes get big and he looks behind you. Everybody turns around and you see the scald face of a huge warrior riding the back of a stegosaurus. That's the, the, the big iron mixture with a shell. It looks like a big giant turtle with the. That's one of the ones in the back that look like. Yeah. Yeah, the, the sailing the spike, yeah. spike yeah. tail. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we're gonna leave it for today. Yeah. Uh, takes me back to uh, Morgan riding on the T Rex. <laughs> Our players included Holly Buto, Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Stuart Lively, and myself with Jason Melnichok as the game marshal. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our uh, other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the deadlands of the weird wild west and the savage world role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.